Trigger warning. On this episode of the Mocha Minutes podcast, sexual assault and sexual violence is discussed. Listener discretion is advised. I'm Stephanie. Thank you so much for joining me. You can find the Mocha Minutes podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, TuneIn, CastBox, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Find us on any of those platforms or wherever else you catch a podcast. Also still soliciting for ratings and reviews. If you would be so inclined, please leave us some five stars. Leave us some reviews. Would greatly appreciate it. Also, you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Mocha Minutes on all three of those platforms. If you want to shoot me an email, give me some feedback. Other than on those three places, you can email me at mochaminutes at gmail.com. Minutes podcast. I am Stephanie. Thank you so much for joining me. It is week 5011 in Dorona. Um, this is the end of August. Uh, it's still Leo season, y'all. Oh, it's mid August. Damn, this is what happens. Just time just getting away. It's mid August. I'm now nothing. right. Time is a social construct, it seems. Uh, I'm now 39. I am y'all aunties. Auntie, auntie, auntie. I'm very... You, you ain't my auntie. Uh, I'm older than you. Oh, <laughs> I'm just <All> kidding. Right. <laughs> I, I'm, oh, I'm sorry. I'm that auntie. <laughs> I'm that auntie. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Lock up, lock up your uncles and your nephews. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> all right. We're back on right. Mocha Minutes. Let's do I it. Did, I'm just saying, welcome aboard. Good to hell luck, as Trillificent would say. Um rest in peace to him trillificent forever i am very very you guys recognize the voice you hear my my love bug charmaine but also we got (laughs) what damn you downgraded yourself damn i could be Mm. a side piece i know you got some special people in your life it's fine i mean i do a whatever but you know (laughs) i wouldn't say it to your face (laughs) i mean i don't know maybe it does i mean i don't know i don't know but you hear that wonderful voice who is um, mixed girl main woman who has like 5011 podcasts, but yeah, also <laughs> we brought somebody else because we got it. We got a new person. We got, we got a new person in the field. We got fresh meat. <laughs> <laughs> but I have Charmaine is here with 
Byron, and they have formed like Voltron to form Gulf Coast <laughs> Cosmos. <laughs> yes. Welcome to the show, y'all. Thank I will not do the Tyler Perry greeting of his name. I said, I, I won't do it. I also know another Byron, and I don't do it to him, so I will <laughs> I will not do it to you. Byron, thank you so much for being here for Mocha Minutes. How are you? I am awesome. Thank you very much for having me on your show. I appreciate it. This is going to be fun. Charmaine Maine, how are you? How is uh, Kelly? I mean, I couldn't tell you because I've been indoors for fucking five months. <laughs> go, to the, go get some tacos. See, see, you know. Hey. I go around the corner to a little taco shop. Um, go to yeah, the taco I mean, shop, but don't get french fries with your tacos because I heard that was bad. Who gets french fries with their tacos? Girl, there was like an uproar because somebody was traveling and they got tacos and was served french fries with the tacos. And I said, so, you know, I feel like that's wrong, but I'm also in Maryland, so, but I, I mean, still think that's wrong. Yeah, no, 100%, absolutely. I don't think there's an excuse for it, but, like... Let's put carbs on top of carbs. Like, I don't... I mean, can I get mashed potatoes on the side, too? Like, what's happening? Yeah. I don't understand. Girl, don't ask me. I don't know, but, I mean, sometimes <laughs> we fight about is spaghetti a side dish or a main course, and I'm like, it's just eat whatever the fuck is on your plate. Like, I, don't, I can't eat you, girl. <laughs> I, I, I just can't. I, I just, girl, bitch, eat your food. Bitch, <laughs> eat your food. That's going to be on the next t-shirt. Mocha Minutes. <laughs> bitch, eat your food. Just, just eat your food. I, I, girl, what, what are we doing? What are we doing? <laughs> but please tell everybody about this new venture that you're doing with this great guy called Gulf Coast Cosmos. So... Uh, I have 5011 um, Hustles, and I've been trying, you, my tagline for Main Hustle Media is to turn your side hustle on your main hustle, and evidently side hustles have been my main hustle forever. I'm trying to cut all that shit out. Um, I have my whole, whole damn life wanted to have a comic book shop uh, because I grew up in a place where there wasn't one, and um, I've, I've may have told the story on this show i may have told it on all the other shows i have no idea um but i used to always have to get my little comic books on a spinner rack at a korean liquor store in long beach growing up because we didn't have black people didn't have comic books um and uh she didn't I'm intrigued by this korean liquor shop so it's a very la thing um la long beach southern california the koreans moved into the black areas and they always had convenience stores convenience stores or liquor uh, stores and right, um right. since we didn't have anything like a comic book shop or any kind of like um five and dime any of those types of things you always went to the korean liquor store to get that kind of stuff and uh or we get our little sunny d on the way home from school mm -hmm. and shit like that Mm -hmm. And I would always have to hide my comics and things like that. And I would say, you know, one day I would love to have a comic book shop in one of our neighborhoods where we could showcase characters that look like us and also just like be able to be black ass nerds. Mm -hmm. And I didn't think that was going to be a real life thing. Um, my partner here, Byron, we met in business school. We, we went oh. to an entertainment business program together uh, back in... 2002 to 2003 somewhere around there well, that, was, that was 2012 oh 12 yeah yeah what am i talking about i graduated college college in 2000 i don't know what i'm talking about uh 2012 time, time is really met. a social construct it doesn't I mean, mean anything anymore what year um, are we in right now I mean, right but we 
that's when we met and um and we realized over the course of uh, a couple different projects we had to work together with and things like that that we had a lot of crossover and a lot in common um so i referred to my time in my master's program as uh creating two very expensive friendships uh my friend courtney and my friend byron uh i basically paid tuition to meet them and become their friends in real life uh but <laughs> but where that has so paid funny. where that has paid off is that uh byron and i have partnered together to create this dream that both of us had separately, uh, but we figured out a way to do it together. So I'm gonna let Byron talk about his part of, uh, or his side of the story. Mm. And I thank you. So for me, <laughs> um, for, for me, uh, yeah, having having this love of comic books, the first comic book uh, that I ever had was Spider-Man. I was eight years old, oh. and my my excuse my excuse my Texan, but my daddy gave me uh, my first comic book. Uh, it was in a three pack. They used to come in the three pack. If they oh. didn't come in the pen wrap, then you would get them in the three pack uh, from either like your local drugstore mm. or uh, from Walden Books or something like that. And they uh, came that's digging in the crates right wow. there. You just oh, said Walden Books. Yeah. Walden Books. <laughs> wow. Walden Books. Wow, Bethany. And... Wow. <laughs> wow. And they, um, yeah, they came in a three pack. So I um, had like my first Spider Man comic book, and mm -hmm. that was it for me. I was hooked after that. And would uh, my dad would bring me comic books every month he would bring me the three pack every month mm. so he made sure that this really great habit was was deeply entrenched and i got the uh i got to develop an interest further in comic books um as you know as i got older and it wasn't where i grew up it it wasn't necessarily a bad thing you know, to be a black kid reading comic books, but it wasn't a, it wasn't a regular thing. Right. Usually like, you know, most of the black kids, you know, just, you know, played sports or did other things. Uh, and you would find like a small, very small uh, group of black kids that read comic books. Um, and like I said, uh, when Manny and I uh, met and we, you know, talked about things that, you know, we liked and, you know, our, hobbits, hobbies, hobbies, and whatnot. Yeah, one of the things we talked about was hobbies. Hobbies that we that we talked about was our shared love of comic books. And it just it 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 just went from there. And it, it was one of those magical ah, moments where you you know you, <laughs> you find you find your long lost twin. Even though yeah. it's like y'all don't look like or talk like or anything like that. But I mean who you, says we don't look like? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, mean, I, I see the family resemblance. I mean, I didn't want to say nothing, right. but you know. <laughs> so, yeah. And when, um, and just like Charmaine, it's like I got 50 11 side hustles. And mm -hmm. when this opportunity came along uh, mm -hmm. for, uh, for me to uh, launch this, uh, I was in an entrepreneurial uh, small business program. Mm -hmm. The first thing that is like I wanted to do was this comic book store. That was like mm. the it immediately jumped out of my mouth. I was like, "This is what I'm going to pitch," and 
to get into this program, I, this is what I want to do. I want to create a comic book store in a community that is not underserved, but underrepresented. Right. And right. In, uh, a lot of the black and brown neighborhoods, even though it's strange because Houston is majority minority based. It is. However, um, however, a lot of those uh, communities in Houston, like Fifth Ward, Third Ward, uh, Sunnyside, Greenspoint, typically are underrepresented as far as mm -hmm. what the uh, what the city of Houston looks like. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to I wanted to build the comic book store in that space where mm -hmm. this you know where this underserved community could be served in a way that is truly representative not just of the community but the city as a whole. Yeah, and and I'm glad you're doing that because I think that's the interesting thing when you think of like a uh, comic book culture I'm putting this in quotes or geek culture they think that's white boy shit but then right. it's like right. um all right. of us are of a certain age and I'm like we all grew up with somebody who was extremely into comic books mm -hmm. didn't even matter who it was it could have been Black Panther Spider-Man like even right. me, like sometimes I don't think I was a comic book person but I was an Archie comics person so it's kind of like, yeah. it's like everybody had their thing. So yeah. like, I always do somebody who loved that shit. I'm like, exactly. it's like, it's not a white thing, but we call it a white thing because. Um, because everything gets credited as a white thing. And also white people yeah. are the gatekeepers for a lot of this shit. Right. Like, it's like, you saw the way they reacted with Black Panther. I'm like, did you realize that Tanasi Coates used to write this shit? What are you doing? <laughs> are y'all okay? <laughs> Are, are you okay? I'm like, do y'all know what the metaphor for the X Men were? And you were like, no, this is our white shit. I'm like, right? Have you met Stanley? I mean, do you pay to hear him yeah. talk? Do you pay for the pictures? Constant hats off to Stanley. Yeah, yeah. For, for this amazing foresight and vision to to really truly create mm -hmm. characters that are fully representative of everybody. Right. That's amazing shit. Right. Yeah, for me, like, where I grew up, it wasn't something that was accessible or cool or comfortable. Like, we had to be kind of in the in the closet about it. And um, mm -hmm. Blurred, Blurred Vision, I talk about this on Blurred Comics all the time, is that we grew up in each other's fucking houses. And we didn't know that the other one read comics. We didn't know until we were adults. And to think about, like, how intense a pressure that was for kids like us in our neighborhoods to, right. and this was throughout Northern and Southern California, because I knew him in, in Northern California, um, that we felt that pressure that we didn't share that information with, with someone who was growing up with us. Um, we wanted to be able to feel that there was a way to talk about this, to, to be excited about these characters and find ourselves in them. All of us, especially black and brown folks or queer folks, black and brown mm -hmm. queer folks we find ourselves in x-men more than any other book i think um set of books yeah. characters because of them being oppressed because of them being um having something special about them that makes them a target you know that that was how i attached the characters when i was younger mm -hmm. um and that now that we're adults and we're able to be more out of the closet about it. I mean, I appreciate when I hear stories about, like Byron said, you know, you could do this and it wasn't like necessarily a bad thing where they were growing up. Mm -hmm. um, 
but I feel it in such a heavy way because even now as I go to comic cons, as I go onto panels or as I go onto um, boards and talk about being a, a brown nerd, then it's just like, well, you can't really like Captain America, say, because he's a white character or something like that. Or you can't really like this or that or whatever. Um, or having white people tell you, well, I can't wear a Black Panther t-shirt because I'm not Black. You know, things like that. Like when you hear how silly people are about comics and it can be such a place where we can be together, where we can be brought into right. to things because someone like Stan Lee, a white guy from New York, could create characters for people that didn't look like him. And he knew that there was something to that. And I think in in the idea that connected Byron and me in in this kind of community-based comic book store space is that we want people to feel like whatever your thing is, is it Archie? Is it Superman? Is it is it black panther is it some independent comic you know whatever the story is are you into historical storytelling well we got graphic novels for that you know things like that whatever your thing is you can find it in comics Mm -hmm. and you won't be weird for it because we're all out here doing it like you know it just makes me really happy that there is this space comics that is different than almost any other kind of entertainment space because usually it can be very closed off and not like Mm -hmm. you know you got your white shows you got your black shows you got your this you got your that but in comics we can actually all be in the same place place the same characters the same world and find something to attach to now i think our next phase is to actually get more black and brown characters (laughs) you know more Mm -hmm. that that get a little bit more attention but um but yeah, like I think that was the biggest thing. So one night, Byron and I were on the phone call, and I don't remember how the or- the direction it happened, but basically, Byron's already in this program, and it- he's keeping it kind of a secret because he wants to get through the program before he starts telling everybody what he's up to. No, nope, and you can't tell nobody. Shh, don't ask. You can't me. tell nobody shit don't, when you're doing something new. You me. can't. You can DM me um, other things. Don't. Get slide in my DMs to ask about what Brian is doing. It's none of your goddamn business. It's none of your and business. He, tell him. he will <laughs> he tell you when he talk about it when he's ready. Uh, <laughs> but okay. I, but I, we're on the phone one night, and I was just like, man, I'm so sick of all these jobs I got. I just want mm-hmm. like my, I just want to live my dream and have this damn comic book shop, and I want to do this and I want to do that. And I started talking about it, and he goes. Yeah, I wasn't going to say anything. Like, I remember this moment that was just like this pregnant pause between us. I wasn't going to let you know this. I wasn't going to say anything yet, but I think (laughs) I can't pass this moment by. And he shared with me the program that he was in and what he had going on. Mm -hmm. And I was like, so even while we were having the conversation, I'm still just like, oh my God, I'm so happy for you, Byron. This is awesome for you. This wonderful thing that you're doing. He's like, come on, get in the car, get in, bitch. I can be slow sometimes. I can be slow sometimes. I'm tired. I work 511 jobs, like you said. So it took me a beat. Oh, that's so great for you, Byron. Bitch, if you don't get in this car, 
I mean, I like I'm your cheerleader. If you're one of my if you're one of my people she that I love and you're do doing it all the time, she'll be like, Oh, that's so great. Oh. I'm, I'm asking, I'm telling you because I want you right. to oh, it'll oh, miss oh, me. Oh, because oh. it never okay. occurs to me people want me around. I'm just like, I'm just like, I'm so excited for you. Like I'm gonna like you send me a link. I'm gonna start shouting you out and I'm gonna do all this or whatever. And he was like, Girl, if you don't I'm, shut the hell up I, and I'm listen to me. Shaking my head. I'm like cheating. She, she, she don't get it. Like <laughs> it's like you gotta go like <laughs> like Charmaine. No, because yeah. I would like I'm gonna blame that maybe on the Japanese side where I'm always here for it because the support know what? of other That's people. It. No, don't you be blaming <laughs> these Japanese people. I'm tired of this. I'm gonna fight for the Japanese people. You gonna stop blaming? Them. They're like, hey. I'm trying to be accommodating and help. I'm like, how can I support your dream and your vision? He's like, you get in the motherfucking car and do this shit with me. Right. Um, and yeah, that's what happened. So here oh we go. God. Oh my gosh. So how did you pack- guys settle on the name Gulf Coast? So Gulf Coast was my idea. That was it, it was actually a work a working down of of, mm-hmm. of names. Yeah, we went through um, some names. Mm. <laughs> we were, how many names did we go through? I, I don't really remember, was, but I know like we came to each other with a couple each, and then it was just like yeah. one day there'd be a phone call, be like, uh, "We're scrapping all that. It's gonna be this," and be like, "All right, well, what does that mean? Let's get onto Google." You right. know, and we were going back and forth for a little bit, trying to come up. <laughs> Right. <laughs> I mean, we were like looking for like names that they were like some like were like hella spiritual and mystical, mm. and some were like just like so <laughs> and some not so at all. Wow. I mean, it yeah, and then it was you know it was like well location we we're, we're in the Gulf Coast. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gulf of Mexico, so Gulf Coast, mm-hmm. and we want this to be just huge and 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 universal. Maybe not universal, cosmic. All right, Gulf Coast cosmos it is. And then I threw it to Mani, and she was like, "Yup." What I like about what I liked about the idea of the of the the cosmos side of the Gulf Coast thing was, I mean, Gulf Coast. Obviously, if you live down there there is a gulf coast culture mm-hmm. like yeah. i mean even when i lived in austin which is north of of the gulf coast like you if you go down to houston if you go down to galveston or port aransas or whatever like there is a culture up there so so naming anything gulf coast if you're going to be down there makes sense in terms of mm. cosmos there's so much other things that tie that in i mean houston yeah that he's we got a problem like you know the space program can be out there so you get Houston we have a problem Houston we got a problem um there's also this idea of connectivity um that I think Byron and I are both on the same page about in a lot of ways is that um while we don't as, as you know descendants of of enslaved folks here in America we don't have a bridge back to where we came from right so how do we connect to our past how do we connect to the people we come from Mm -hmm. through our ancestors through which you don't physically have that bridge so how do you connect to them 
through the cosmos, through the stars, through the sky, yeah. you know, these are the things that is a very much a part of our, of our culture in general out here. Yeah. So there's so many things that we are telling you and not telling you mm-hmm. with no. the name um, that I think speaks pretty heavily, heavily to it. And then you get down to our logo, which tells all of that story um, yeah. in it. It's a pretty dope ass logo. Like, I mean, I know yeah, I didn't design cute. it, but um, shout out to, to James. Is it E exclamation mark? Yes. James E, e-, e- exclamation what in, the, what in the Albie Shore hell is going on? Yeah, got an exclamation part on his. Uh, on on his uh... We do not play down here in H Town. So James, on, on the real, uh, James James Walker is uh, one incredibly talented, multi hyphenate individual. He's mm. he's 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 literally a graphic artist, a t shirt designer album cover designer wow. He's, he, he is a rapper himself mm-hmm. uh and he does all of these things uh, a lot of them visually oriented so oh, okay. when when we came to him mm-hmm. uh say hey we want to we want to like redesign our our logo mm-hmm. our our brand mm-hmm. and he, you know, he asked like 50, 11 questions and whatnot, of course. And with all of those questions mm-hmm. that he had for us, uh, he came up with like 50, 11 designs. And we had to literally whittle down like all of like these dope ass designs that he had. Really? Uh, I mean, just some amazing stuff. Mm. And the... the we finally got down to three and mm-hmm. those out of those three we chose this one and because it just it it when he finally like completed like the the whole look of it mm-hmm. it just really stood out and spoke yeah. to everything that we wanted because you got the ocean in there the gulf you got the yeah. the space cosmos influence there the colors are very representative of uh byron it's and myself <laughs> Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's, 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 it's an awesome, awesome look. And yeah. I like the logo. I really do. I'm like, oh, this yeah. is cute. But I want to say a purple fan. So I'm like anything but purple. And I might hate it. Right. I think yeah. it also was the thing that there's all these steps throughout this process when you're starting a business. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, Byron and I have been on the phone about it for, for quite a while. Cause I still live in LA. I'm, I'm going to be moving to Houston, um, in January, but like most of this has been on the phone or through zoom calls or whatever emails we're, we're building our business. And, and there's ways in which this becomes very abstract and, and unreal in some case, like you're going through the motions, hoping it comes to something. Mm. But in the, in that moment, when you're that removed, it, there were two major milestones that really hit to be like, Oh shit, this is going to be our future. This is going to be our life together. Uh, one of them was when I went out to Houston back in January before the Rona hit. And actually that was physically the first time Byron and I had ever met in person we have known each other and been friends since 2012 talking on the phone doing video chats things like that but we i think we didn't even realize we hadn't physically met in person um until we were getting close to me actually getting out there to to meet to 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 see the area we're going to build our store in and all this kind of stuff. So that was one where it's like, Oh, this is a real thing. We're actually doing this. The next one for me was seeing the 
the um, final logo. It was like, well, you can't have a logo this dope and not not build this thing. Oh. <laughs> you know, I think I think it was just a weird little moment of like realness that um, that you know, like even signing the legal documentation that we did back in whenever that was March, yep. April, whenever yep. February, whenever that was, even that didn't hit as hard as seeing this logo and being like, okay, there's so much of both of us in this design that yeah. you can't have this out in the in the universe and it not be something real you know oh, like it, it felt it felt really good but we're we're closing in i mean we were going to be opening our brick and mortar store in august of 2020 which is what we're sitting in right now uh but dorona had other plans right so right. um as uh, to <laughs> quote <laughs> we yeah to quote byron did post yesterday on social media uh pivot was the word of the day for us and it was just like all right well what do we got to do to not pivot. derail our our pivot. thing and we pivoted so we just launched our web store our e-store uh, gulfcoastcosmos.com and what's really dope about it is that while we have applied and are waiting for um access to the majors like marvel and dc mm-hmm. we are still launching ahead ahead of that with um predominantly black and brown created comics so we partnered with a uh, black indie comics distributor and we have some personal relationships with some creators too that we're going to get their books up soon but right now you could go to our site and pretty much you only see black people on the site um you know like it's pretty dope to like that was not something i had as a kid right like i couldn't wouldn't i mean obviously now like now like kids actually are getting what we didn't get because it was yeah. kind of like you had to like look for a minute and like oh wait there's a black one oh ooh, yeah one, the black one the yeah. black one oh good good and it's like man these kids don't yeah. know how like wonderful that is it's so these awesome yeah oh we're gonna get into it because Okay. <laughs> yeah so um but it's it's pretty it's pretty awesome there's some branded stuff on there too so you get like t-shirts and stickers and I things like that to mug. support us i know i gotta order my mug I need my that mug. mug is pretty dope too um it's one of those magic mugs so it like as it changes temperature the it reveals the thing it's pretty it's pretty dope um i, I but, was only going to get it because it had the logo and now now you're selling me on shit i mean i mean that's my <laughs> job right i need money so like we gotta get this yeah, business off I the ground money, if you so want to go ahead and buy that mug this real magic quick. ass mug <laughs> this magic magic mug magic. um but yeah like it's, it's like the idea that you can actually go to our website right now and the first books that you see pop up on your face is um black characters black and brown characters it's just like demon slayer uh we have um the graphic novel by uh the wwe wrestling team new day um oh and we also have um uh, yeah a lot of our a lot of our our current uh comics are indie uh indie comics uh that we feature uh isnana the weird spider uh, yeah. From web comics. That one is badass. I yeah. actually like reordered a copy. That is bad. And uh, of course, Larry Tubman Demon Slayer. Uh, I remember hearing about that after uh, what was the Abraham Lincoln Vampire, Vampire Slayer? Hunter, yeah. That com- that does not even compare to the Harriet Tubman Demon Slayer. That is. 
<laughs> it's, I mean, so for me, like, I really like historical fiction. I like when something yeah. goes in the place of something that really happened and you kind of fiddle with it a little bit. So um, yeah. Harriet Tubman, Demon Slayer, where basically like everything that happens in the world that had happened, happened, except that slavery is kind of a sli- uh, vampire game. <laughs> like, yeah. And so basically it's everything you know about Harriet, except that the slave owners are vampires and shit and she she ain't about that and she, she gonna go ahead and take care of that problem um it's so dope uh but you know e- even as you get it further into into um graphic novels what's great about independent comics in particular is that anything you know you a lot of us associate comics mostly with superheroes because those are the big the big books and things like that but right. with indie there's no no crevice you can't enter no stone unturned yeah. you can go to anything that you can have a historical graphic novel like march the the john lewis retelling of the uh the march you know during the uh civil rights movement here in the united states you can have something fun like harriet tubman demon slayer uh who is really yeah. just killing uh slave owning vampires but you can have something like bingo love which is a slice of life book which is about two lesbian who who had fallen in love when they were teenagers but because of the time that they had fallen in love they were ripped apart and forced to marry men um and they lived their whole life having a family and stuff like that and then as old ladies they found each other again and fell in love at a bingo game uh so you they got to <laughs> live out the end of their life together so like and this is a book that i fucking love more more than anything ever um there's a, a couple panels in there that'll just rip your heart out um but it's such a sweet book but yeah like it's so it's so amazing that you can have this thing where it's just like i have a story to tell i want to tell this story i'm gonna tell it through a graphic novel and that is an opportunity that especially us as black and brown creators and storytellers could take advantage of in a big bad way i mean the internet makes things a lot cheaper sometimes if you have Mm -hmm. art talent if you have writing talent you can connect with someone through online and be like hey can you draw this for us i mean that's how we find the people who do our logos that's how we find for our podcasts or for our our stores um we can make this stuff happen now and what i really excited about in the launch of our web store right now our e-store is that right now you're only seeing indies you're gonna see the big ones pretty soon but that but it was half strategic and half not to be able to launch the store seeing people that just look like us uh, creators that look just like us um on the site before the majors come in because we want you to know we're going to take care of you you're going to be represented you're going to be seen in our stories in our store so um yeah it's just it's it's great and then hopefully the rona will chill the fuck out um and we can get our brick and mortar store open sooner rather than later but um but yeah it's at least 2021 before we get a chance to to get that but in the meantime we're going to take care of you with all your comic book needs through the internet i am definitely buying my mug i just want to go now she's just like boop 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 done y'all y'all just don't know i'm sorry can y'all see this because this says golf coast they can't you guys (laughs) but i'm literally on the side right now it's in my cart that's cute love it you know love it so i'm excited i am very excited about this venture and i'm excited to talk about all the i'm excited to have y'all on the show (laughs) 
So let's know it gets started. And we're going to start with Am I the asshole? So I picked this one because I was like, hmm, hmm, hmm. So am I the asshole for wanting to name my daughter after a Star Wars character? Depends. It depends. You, you know, it's like a lot. You know, I love the Star Wars. Everybody knows how I feel about <clears throat> that one person with the voice in this movie. Anyway, all right, so I'm going to read the story. <laughs> Throw away, of course, since we are 99% set on the name and don't need my child's name tied to my Reddit history. Okay. My wife and I are huge fans of the Star Wars movies. Huge. We met while camping out for the premiere of The Force Awakens. Our spark was instant. And just a year later, I proposed with a ring hanging from the arm of a Ray Funko figure. And she said, yes. Everything about us is Star Wars. And I mean, everything from what we watch to what we play to our home decor. Sounds like your sex life is involved in Star Wars too. Okay. Our friends think we are a bit nutty, but have always respected it until my wife got pregnant and we shared the name we wanted when we found out we were having a girl. Captain Phasma, the whole name, like Mary Kate. Hyphenated. Captain Phasma. I mean, okay. She's due in six weeks, and once she once we announced the name on a Zoom meeting with our family and closest friends, they went from being happy and excited to appalled. They think we are messing up the child for this. My wife and I were both bullied as kids, including myself for having a name associated with a girl, example, Jordan, and we think a strong name would make other kids in awe of our daughter, especially once you have the tie-in to Gwendolyn Christie. I feel like you could have named her Gwendolyn, but whatever. Who is basically a warrior. Our daughter should be both respected and feared. My parents are begging us to consider naming our, our girl Gwendolyn or Brienne. I mean, Brienne of Tarth. I mean, whatever. Even for Christie's Game of Thrones character. Honestly, it's a sore point with my wife and me because we she watched the show behind my back and it bothers me. Hey, that's something else. Yeah. And my and meander. Something else. And my parents and my parents know this because it's Game of Thrones. So I definitely would not consent to naming her Brienne, even though I respect Christy and her talents in the clips I've seen. So am I the asshole or are we the asshole for wanting to name our daughter after a strong female character from our favorite movies? I feel like between Star Wars being where we got our start and our lives, basically that it shouldn't be so bad. Edit, I thought reactions would be mixed, but am surprised at how negative it is, especially with the reasons for her name. We have some time to think this more this more through, at least. And my wife is open to opening CP's name with a more normal-sounding first name. The fact that you have CP, um, it's right. tacky, and I hate it. <laughs> I mean, honestly, Phasma could have done it. Like, Captain... Yeah. I mean, okay. As a person here who has named all her cats after after Sith Lords, I understand the impulse. Yep. You know, um, my children are furry children. They're, I don't have the hairless human kind, but like, I get it. <laughs> I get wanting to name shit after your fandom. But like, you don't write a, you don't do the whole thing. Like, Captain Phasma. Just like, call her Phasma. 
Phasma is fine. And also, it's, it was interesting when she, he said, we were bullied as a child. So naming your child Captain Phasma is going to put the kibosh on that. I'm saying, I mean, all of my uncles, for some reason, not all of them, but for some reason on the British, Black British side of my family, they have Colonel in their names, in their middle names. And part of the reason why is because I guess my grandfather wanted to achieve the rank of Colonel. And uh, never got that far. <laughs> so some of my uncle's middle names are Colonel. I mean, you know, I don't know. Whatever. It's I. It's fine. Um, but like, hide it then in a middle name if that's what you're gonna do. Like what? Like Ray to- wasn't an option. I feel like Ray isn't a cute girl name. I mean, maybe they don't think of her as a stronger character, but like captain phasma made it into a trash compactor in the first movie so like in the first movie that she appears so like is she the strongest female character in the whole series no you know i mean there's plenty of lukes and leias out there that are named luke and leia because of that and it codes as star wars or it doesn't code as star wars whatever the fuck but like captain and she's gonna be called captain call her cat it's like oh you're what's your name hey cap hey boo how you doing it's fine i mean it sounds it's like such white people shit that I. Just it does sound very me. white. I think like, uh, you could bury your your uh, colonel or your captains in the middle name if you got to. I was like, oh my god, we met at the Star Wars. We we're camping out. First question: Why are you doing that? <laughs> that's, the, that's the first. I was like, I'm. Okay, I get it because I I've seen all three of them in the movie theater, so I get it. So it's like, yeah, I was I I can't sleep outside because there are bugs and crazy people, so I can't sleep outside. Uh, I have a confession to make. I am pregnant, and I'm going to be naming my child R two D two. I would like you all to respect my decision and leave me alone. <laughs> Why are you going to get up on this this show? <laughs> You know, I mean, y'all, y'all should have known the first lie was I'm pregnant. I'm pregnant. Um, the biggest lie that could ever be told. Like, uh, but yeah, I don't know. What? I don't know what people also I feel like am I the asshole is just a way for someone to be like, I know I'm the asshole right now, but I just want everybody to bask in the glory of how much of an asshole I can be. And you know what is really funny? It runs the gamut of, hey, am I really bad too? I don't understand why y'all think I'm the asshole. Like, y'all don't see my logic. No, bitch, you don't. We don't, and you're wrong. Like people, are like I can't believe it. You think me? I'm the asshole. To this day, my favorite one is the oh. white lady who texts somebody she doesn't know re- really well just to ask her not to to change her dog's name because the woman who was pregnant was going to name her child that same name. She doesn't want to disrespect her unborn child by. N- knowing there is a dog of the same name name. i'm like uh i've had this dog the the baby's not even here are are you being being serious right now i mean but if i have the my my child has the same name as your dog they're gonna get confused because they don't know they're talking to a dog or a baby so like so now people are just stupid and that's what that's that's your i mean now i mean people stupid i mean people don't know how to wear masks so i mean i feel like she may have had some sort of point. <laughs> she, would have, she, she may have had a point. I mean, I don't know. Some people are like, wait, I have to wear my mask over my nose? <laughs> I hate yes. everybody. We're it's all like, going to die. 
Y'all better let me open my damn brick and mortar store before you kill us all with the Rona. I'm telling you, wear your mask so I can open I'm my damn get store. To brick and mortar, bitch. That's brick all I'm saying. And mortar, bitch. That's all I'm saying. Oh, good lord. Oh, yes. You're the asshole, sir, because Captain Phasma is just not even one. First of all, only the really diehard Star Wars people are going to know who the fuck you're talking about. Right. Everybody else is like, I'm sorry, wait. You're just making that up now. You could have, like, called her lightsaber I'm like name her lightsaber i mean i don't see everybody yeah. know what the fuck you're talking about but they'll still right. think your child is your child's gonna get made fun of yeah i mean we're all gonna get made fun of it always happens i got called step on me i got called stephanie tanner <laughs> stephanie mills but mostly stephanie step Mil- on i me. mean stephanie mills is not a that's a good one that's a good one but i got stephanie tanner and step on me so and kids and are so damn creative normal. aren't they I have a pretty normal name, so there's that. All right, so next segment, guys. We've started this, and we're going to keep doing it. We're going to give people their roses because people need flowers, and also we need to celebrate people while they're here. So who would like to go first? I have mine. If you need to get a little time, I could go first. It's up to you guys. Other way, I got, I got one. You got one? Yeah. Yep. Byron, oh, now I get to pick. Byron, who you got? Uh, so, <laughs> um, this is a filmmaker, and she is actually out back in LA uh, doing some work. Uh, she just finished her second uh, uh, series, uh, oh. film series. Um, and her name is Erica Randall, and that's Erica with an A, A-Y-R-K-A, Erica oh. Randall. She's a, I became a fan of her work, um, like, maybe like two years ago, and to find out that she was in also in Houston, uh, mm. working as a filmmaker here in Houston, we, we linked up and uh, just became good fast friends ever since. And I like to shout her out because one, you know, you always gotta like, you know, you are, to me it's like, I always feel like I want to big up all of my sisters out there that are doing badass things Mm -hmm. and continue to do badass things and speak in their own voice and lead the charge on many, many things. And she's one of those individuals that I always feel like she doesn't get enough attention. She doesn't get enough props. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. Ah, that's right. Come on. That's Come on, creatives. Come on, <laughs> filmmaker. Oh, girl. Oh, I mean, I got a lot of them, but it's like, she's one of them. Of course, my girl, Maine. It's like, but that goes without saying. For me, it goes without saying all day, every day. <laughs> okay. <We got that. laughs> She is a mess. Y'all just don't see what's going on. She a mess. I'm going to hang my one on my camera if I know no one's going to see it. <laughs> Who you got, Manny? Um, okay, I got one I don't know and one I do know. Uh, okay. First of all, I'd like to shout out uh, Janelle Monet for distracting me at work with her uh, Shape Magazine spread because she ain't got no business making it hard for me to work Ooh. in the workplace. Um, no, I got it shell. last week and I went Ooh. I mean like some of us have jobs we can't be sitting here suffering all day long shit um, 
But you know, <laughs> my world when Lewis Tan um posts, I'm like this bitch. We got dubs. Uh, but I, I mean, in in realness, what I would shout out about her is the the unapologeticness that I think we all need to be embodying. I I struggle with it sometimes, you know, because I always feel like I. Uh, I I switch back and forth between the Japanese stay out of the you know stay out of everybody's way type of thing, accommodate other people type of thing, and Mm -hmm. you know my other side being like you know we're not loud enough. People need to see us more and stuff like that. And then I see someone like Janelle, and I'm really inspired by her, and um, someone who is just out about all the things and supporting all of the women's and all that kind of stuff. So I'm I wanted to put that out there for real for real uh but the but the real life one that uh i'd like to shout out is my um my latest auntie uh teresa stovall she has written a memoir called uh swirl girl the coming of race in the usa and it's basically she she's referred to as a jazz baby she is um born from the the era of time when there was a lot of um black jazz musicians partnering up Mm. with uh jewish ladies and um and so they have they call them jazz babies the the jewish black hybrid babies and um and that's the period of time she comes from but she's out here doing uh she she's a writer and a poet and things like that but she's recently written this memoir and to to be able to read a story of, of someone like me, a black identified mixed woman who has been through it and has had to find ways of existing, even as race and identity is always trying to be fuddled with mm-hmm. at, at her, you know, like where she doesn't always get the agency or she's not always given the space. She has claimed that space and she is out there always encouraging, uh, especially women like me, uh, younger than her and encouraging me to do it for women younger than me as well mm-hmm. to, um, to keep talking on it, to do the work, you know, and, and yeah. to not let somebody say that just because I ended up a little bit pale or because my hair is straight sometimes, unless I'm in humidity, um, that I'm not black enough or anything like that. Like she, she's someone who really inspires me and, um, keeps me remembering to check receipts and to do research and to make sure that I understand where my feelings are coming from when I am feeling certain ways about race and identity and stuff like that. Um, so she's just someone that I find uh, really inspirational and I, I, I wish to achieve the auntie status that auntie Teresa has uh, for me. Um, she's someone that, that I really, I really do appreciate. Is this just a woman tab or is this a, is anybody anybody like, that needs flowers i mean <laughs> um so yeah th- those will be my those will be my main two but but also you know again i'm building a dream with byron here and this opportunity of that starts with a friendship and and achieves a level of we actually got our first customers paying customers yesterday um i was not enjoying i wasn't allowing myself to enjoy it i was forgetting to enjoy the process and i was all business yesterday and he stopped me on the phone at one point halfway through and was like mayne we have customers like he stopped me in the middle of me like just like i'm sorry i just know 
Manny is the name of the sh- this. It's the show title, Manny. <laughs> Just Manny with an exclamation mark. Manny! Um, exclamation point. He, you know, he had to yell at me to remind me to enjoy this moment of what mm-hmm. we're of what we've achieved in the time period that we've achieved it. And I didn't. It, I wasn't not enjoying it. I, I remember looking at the customer like, oh, we got our first customer. And then I just like started to, I got to do this. I got to do this. And he had to yell at me to tell me to pause. He's like, girl, if you don't be enjoy happy, this, enjoy. I need somebody like that. I don't often do that for myself. So I, I would also like to um, put that appreciation oh, out there that right. Byron forced me to enjoy myself. How dare him. <laughs> Were you just double dutch? Were you just- I'm like, no, it's, it's supposed, it looks like I'm double dutching, but it's supposed like y'all watering each other. Oh. <laughs> but it does look like I'm double dutching. <laughs> it's like, that's so bad. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the Yang, just in yeah. case anybody needs to know. I'm the Yang. Block somebody. No. Don't. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, you know, I will block you if you send me a Facebook message and I ain't talked to you in 50, 11 years. Talking about you want this opportunity to make more money, girl. I will Mm-mm. fuck you up. Leave me. <laughs> you can. Don't they know me. you are recording right now? They better leave you alone. Say this shit. Okay, sorry. So, who's this? Is who I'm giving my flowers to this week? I can't believe that. That sucks. Um. So my birthday was on Tuesday, and typically this is this is happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to So this is how Stephanie's depression is set up. Typically, I get really depressed around my birthday. It's been happening since I was thirty-one. It's like I literally am like in tears, and it just um, it's just a terrible week for me. It never is a good time ever for me. Um, and my, I guess my fear this year is because we're in the pandemic and we're in Rona that it probably will be bad. And this is literally the first year where I'm not like in tears and a ball because of my birthday. And it's because of the people that I want to give the flowers to, which would be my, um, my parents, um, my brother, um, my best friend, um, and my friend Keisha, they literally like he just surprised me and sent me a card and everybody's like it's just a card but one it's a card full of butterflies and it literally was like butterflies are my favorite things ever so it's one of the things that i just enjoy and i don't know if people know my very complicated history with um the crayon case which is a makeup brand um every time i'm like oh i'm gonna get something it's what i want is sold out um mm. and then i'm just like oh never mind it's just never gonna happen so my best friend was like oh i ordered your stuff i ordered you a present on but it's supposed to come on thursday i was like not a problem and then we're and we're gonna get into donald trump but you know with everything going on with usps and you no know, mail and stuff she's just like wait now they're saying it's not coming until tomorrow and i'm like what so it gets here and she ordered me something from the crayon case so i'm like oh my god now i have to do makeup like all the time because i just love it but i just (laughs) these are the people that i know so it's my parents who are literally like they came over which is another thing in rona like literally i've been quarantining by myself and for anybody who's quarantining that's very hard when you're alone so and even it could be hard it's it's not differently weighted than someone who's quarantining with family it's just for a few weeks it was hard which is why i took a two-month hiatus because it was just like i did 
no mental energy to do anything. Right. Um, so it's just, it was just hard. So because of my parents and my family and my friends, um, including the people that I see right here, it's like, I didn't go crazy and I didn't like try to harm myself or I didn't just like cry myself to sleep at night. So, um, yeah, I'm going to give flowers to people that I know. Also, I want to give flowers to, and she announced this on her Instagram, so I don't feel like, oh my God, but to Candace from um, uh, Flawless Noises, she is pregnant. And she was very, very nervous to announce it because um, for anybody who follows Candace on Instagram, she's talking about her um, reproductive journey. And so she was very nervous to do it, but she said it, she announced it and I'm so happy for her because she has been very vocal about, you know, this journey and like, am I going to have another, um, we're going to have another London because London is the blue Ivy of flawless noises. Um, anybody who knows she is the blue Ivy and I'm just really happy for Candace and I'm just happy that she is going to be going through this process again. Um, and growing another baby because she wants another baby. Like we, Awesome. I don't think her and Michael can handle London being an only child because girlfriend has already figured out the workaround with McDonald's money because people give her money. <laughs> They're like, oh, you got McDonald's money? She's like, yeah, let me go get it. I was like, oh, 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 damn. Okay. This is not going to work. <laughs> Clearly for London, who is three years old and has money in the bank. Her she has savings. Like, I'm like, oh, she gave y'all like, oh, excuse me, I have money. So we're going to McDonald's. Get in the car, bitch. We're going to McDonald's with my money. I'm like, girl, I can't with this little girl. She's so cute. Um, I'm just really happy for my friends. I'm just happy seeing so many Black women I know just flourish and actually love themselves, you know, enough to just like step out on faith. Because a lot of times for Black women, we're told not to do that. It's kind of like, you know, you want to be here, but you might want to go here just to be safe because the world and it's like no nah, we're not doing that anymore so yeah no more unapologetic please because i'm like you know fuck this forever i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm being rude no i'm not fuck that fuck them forever okay <laughs> <laughs> that was a whole journey <laughs> um like fuck anybody who's like stepping on your dreams it's like fuck y'all no let let people dream stop telling black girls to limit their dreams whatever all right Let's start low key. So for everybody, I may say this name and people are like, who? So if I say Leslie David Baker, people are like, who the hell is this? However, if I say Stanley from The Office, you go, oh. oh. My favorite gift to use ever. He is one of my favorite characters on The Office. He, from day one, has been my favorite. It's like, who doesn't love Stanley? I'm like, I don't know anybody. If you yeah. say you don't like him, you are you are a Russian bot and they need <laughs> <laughs> just anyway. So he has he is still an active actor, and recently he has met with um racist messages on his IG account from people getting mad at what his um his most recent thing is going to be doing. So um he put this out there because he's doing a Kickstarter, which is another good way for people to get like their projects off the ground is getting a Kickstarter. And so it's going to be based on his character. It's called Uncle Stan coming out of retirement. 
After several years of enjoying a relatively uneventful retirement lifestyle, Uncle Stan receives an urgent call from help from his favorite nephew, Lucky, a recent widower with two small children and a motorcycle repair flower shop in Los Angeles. Wow, this sounds very involved. Soon, Uncle Stan finds himself dishing out all the support and guidance to he has to offer in his new California home. Leslie David Baker will star as Uncle Stan, who begrudgingly leaves his retirement behind in exchange for a dynamic filled with children, personal vendettas, professional rivalries, and soon finds himself clashing with the California lifestyle. I can see that. Over the years, Mr. Baker's fans have been and continue to be the most active and loyal around the world. Their love and support has been a major driving force in the creation of the show and the decision to crowdfund via Kickstarter. The campaign titled Uncle Stan will be going live on Kickstarter Thursday, July 2nd at 12 p.m. Pacific. And he gives the um, link. But in the midst of this, and this is, he's getting this hate, not because of his project, but because of his stance on Black Lives Matter, which he does support because, I don't know if you guys know this, but he is a whole ass black man. This whole is, ass. Right? Black. I mean. Ass black man. So he started getting, he got, and I'm pretty sure this isn't the only one, but I, I think it's one of those things where you get you after so many you're like okay fuck this i'm gonna put this out there so y'all can see can you so y'all can see this shit which is hilarious to me and i'm just like well not hilarious but it's more like why are y'all messing with him right i read one and i was i was was done i just read one right i was like who who actually has the time and the venom to type all of what they typed. Yeah. And in also, that message. Right. So it's like a lot of people calling him a nigger. There are people who sent him photos. Hard R. Hard, hard R. R. Not, yeah. Not not um the <clears throat> baby kind. They they said nigger. <laughs> okay. Right. So they also sent him uh photos, old stock photos of lynchings. They sent that to him. There are people I mean, saying it's gonna be a huge scam. He had several different, and I'm I'm pretty sure that this is not the only thing. I will read some of it, but I'm not gonna read all of it. You will not get a dollar from me. Go ask your precious Black Lives Matter to help you help you fucking. Okay, this this is weird the way he did it. Just like a nigger to have your hand out, coon ass. Asses begging for money from hardworking white Americans. Yeah, because okay, that's what we're doing. You ungrateful monkeys are never satisfied with what we allow wow. you to have. This is he typed more. That's just the I first mean, paragraph. It's like you gonna tell me there's not a single white actor, uh, Zach Braff, who has ever kickstarted a whole film project How or five or six or people? seven. And I'm not specifically calling out Zach Braff because he, you know, for any particular reason besides the fact that he's a white. Actor. actor who has kickstarted kick a fucking thing i mean you know like that number one is ridiculous number two you could also just never fucking say anything if you don't want to support somebody don't support somebody support i'm not out them. here getting on everybody's country western song telling them to stop singing because i don't like country right. no i just don't listen to it and don't follow them that's a whole ass possibility like how dare you do see this is what happens when you're a black person involved in something that white people enjoy I mind you they employ enjoy everything however s- something specific like say the office 
they're like they feel like this ownership and like this is our stuff and if Mm -hmm. you say or you're like black lives matter it's like oh my god you're betraying us i'm like Mm -mm. i'm a whole black person what are you doing a whole fucking black person i mean first of all none of us have anything that we could say about somebody's stance on anything we could disagree if we want to disagree sure but we can't be like you a actor are not allowed to have a fucking position on anything because i like this one character you did 10 years ago yeah, no yeah, i mean it's very much i mean i like white chicks but it's still very much like fuck terry cruz you know what i'm saying <laughs> like that is a possible thing you think if off the wall doesn't play on the fucking store that i'm not sitting there dancing knowing that there's a complicated situation going on with you know what i'm saying like you you can have complicated feelings about you know, people it's like, and understand I problematic faves. Yeah. And who somebody is as an actor and who somebody is as a whole ass person are two separate goddamn things. And also we're not saying that he is problematic because he said black. Lives yeah. Matter, yeah. No, he's, yeah not. he's not. But he's not. it's very interesting. There's like, Oh my God, how dare you? I'm like, why don't you ask those other niggers? I'm like, what is wrong with you? You could just, I could go my whole day, my whole life never commenting on somebody i disagree with like honestly that is a, honestly that's a possibility <laughs> but you are not going to tell a black person or any person for that matter even mm-hmm. dolly you're not going to come out there and tell them that they're not allowed to believe in a movement you're not going to you're, you're not going to be able to tell me that hmm? notice ain't nobody come uh trying to check dolly Parton. yeah oh, right. oh oh they're probably waiting or also, they realize that Dolly has guns. Also, Dolly has one of the most diverse fan bases ever. So I'd like ever. to see it happen. I'd like Excuse to see me. it happen. Jolene slaps forever. Yeah. Infinity. But right. I just need people to, like, seriously, there are people that just need to never get on the internet. And I'm, mm. you know, because if, you're, if your whole idea of what you're going to do on the internet today is mm. to go on leslie david baker's instagram because you like a character he played 10 years ago and be like no i'm not going to support your project because one you're black two you've posted positive messages about black lives matter and three i don't want you to do anything Mm. with your with your kickstarter like you you are the baddie if you if that's your mission for today you should know you are the baddie like that's you know, that's not okay. That should not be your goal today. I wake up every day not knowing what I'm going to post on the internet, but I for damn sure know it's not me going to somebody's page to be like a uh, racial slur. I'm not supporting your ass. Right. It's like, yeah, I'm sorry. I have so much. I have so much to do. I have so, so many much. pictures to color. I have so much to do. I have so many pictures of Louis Tan to like. I don't. <laughs> you I don't are really I, on. I'm sorry. That's your. That's right now. Louis it's Louis Tan, Tan right now. Louis Tan is so fun. I it's respect like, it. I respect it. This is it. really, really ridiculous. And I feel <laughs> like I'm sorry. I feel like I'm being problematic because it's like, like, heading towards featherization lane, and I'm like, I'm trying not to. We all have our fetishizing fave. I'm sorry. He's so fine. <laughs> and it's just so bad. It's like, y'all don't understand. I'd get arrested. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'd have to lick his face. I'm like, I'm sorry. You can't get near me because I'm going to lick your face. I mean, I have, have I, t- I told I told this to Byron, but have I told you my story about uh, Kofi Sarabe when I accidentally mm. almost accosted him? <laughs> have I told you, you this lick, story? Did you lick his face? 
<laughs> no, but I did almost touch him. So I was at I was at the uh, one of the Queen Sugar um, like Q and A screening things when they were mm-hmm. releasing. I think it was the second season or first season or whatever. And yeah. I bought tickets because I wanted to see Ava DuVernay speak. What I did not know was that Oprah was the the MC that day. So for twenty five dollars, I got to see Ava and Oprah, and my whole life. I got my whole life right. So we do this. We do the screening, and then they have the cast. They invite the cast up for Queen Sugar. So there was, you know, uh, Retina. There was like all the everybody. She is COVID, so fine. There were all the, I mean, she is so fine. I mean, if they were both standing side by side, they would have both got accosted. But um, it was only it was only Kofi. So Ooh. what are you gonna do? I mean, the thing ends and they're like don't forget to get your little grab bag at the end your little queen sugar bag and stuff like that so i'm walking down and all of a sudden i catch a smell a very pleasant smell and oh. it made me turn my head oh. uh, i'm very smell oriented and i did enjoy this particular smell i don't know what it was but it was some kind of really lovely cologne of some sort and i look and right next to me was kofi survey mm. just being Kofi, just just being beautiful and Mm. in a suit like he can hang a suit he smelled good it was a whole thing and he he was smiling at people as they're walking past and my hand without any control of myself was doing that like it was going towards him i get to within i could feel the heat off of his body and i realized i'm about to touch his abs (laughs) and i got no permission to be doing this and i had to physically grab my wrist with my other hand madam pull it back grab my bag and get the fuck out because I was about to all the way. I wasn't going to be like, hey, can I get a hug or a picture? I was just going to on his abdomen and then walk the fuck out. I had to grab, grab my wrist and pull it back. How fascinating. Man, he smells so good, though. There's not, like you know, there's good. some people who just smell good, and he was one of the. I've heard this about Oprah, too, but she wasn't down there at the line, so I didn't get to smell Oprah. But I heard that um, about Oprah, too. Like, she smells really good. Everybody says Oprah right. Winfrey smells really good, but let me tell you, Kofi, I don't know what it was. Uh, I mean, I was. 39 at the time 38 at the time and he was 23 and i was like that is that's a problem look but at you like, trying to get into smell. an entanglement i see you i mean <laughs> he, i mean shout out to ghana is all i got to say Woo! come on all right you know what all right this is in mid-key y'all so we're sliding into mid-key so <clears throat> we're back here apparently because i did not know this until it happened a week or so ago <laughs> and people are acting very weird about this but we are back to hashtag cancel rick and morty which i didn't realize was a thing two years i didn't know that was a hashtag didn't realize this so dan Harmon, for everybody who doesn't know dan Harmon is a complicated fellow (laughs) he um he is the creator of rick and morty he also was the creator of community a show i also enjoyed it was a live action show but you know he got into a hot water because either he don't know how to shut the fuck up or he doesn't know the line so maybe not put on a video camera on occasion so here's the thing about comedy because i had to get into it with some white british dude who first said americans don't find anything funny and then it turned into y'all are so sensitive and also this is satire so dan Harmon, a few years ago was doing a satirical video which is a parody of dexter for everybody who doesn't know dexter was a show on showtime which was a dude who 
worked for the cops, but then killed people. So he's a serial killer, but he only killed bad people. I couldn't get into it. My mother loved the show. I have friends who loved the show. I tried. I was like, I don't fucking care. <laughs> so sometimes I, I, I tried. I really tried with Dexter. I really did. I was like, I, 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 this is not fascinating. I was so, forced to watch it because a friend of mine was on an episode. And then I, I liked the episode. So I backtracked just, and burned through it. Into it. There's a season with John Lithgow that if you don't watch anything else, watching that season. Yeah, I've is, heard that. It's a really, of, really good season, but it, the show ended terribly, so I fully understand your position. <laughs> oh, right. So I'm like, I don't care. So um, I, I, I couldn't get into Dexter. So he called it Daryl, um, and apparently it premiered in 2009. That is Carrie the One 11 years ago at the Channel 101 Comedy Festival. Carrie so the people, one. Saw, people saw this, apparently. So in this it features Harmon himself as a character who climbs through a window, pulls down his patch, you can see his pasty white ass, and started simulating raping of a doll, which was supposed to be simulation of raping a child. So apparently, <laughs> and I saw this video like a week or so ago, apparently this resurfaced in 2018 um, and of course caused backlash um, on social media. Actually. He deleted his Twitter, I guess, two years ago. I don't know, but this was his apology. In 2009, I made a pilot which strove to parody the series Dexter and only succeeded in offending. I quickly realized the content was way too distasteful and took the video down immediately. Nobody should ever have to see what you saw. And for that, I sincerely apologize. So when this all came out two years ago, it's kind of like, I, I didn't know about this. Uh, Adult Swim stuck by him because apparently because he apologized. Um, that's mm -hmm. how this happens, Kevin Hart. If you just fucking apologize, <laughs> right? You. And also, I stand by my my meaning when it came to Kevin Hart. I'm like they just asked you to apologize, they didn't ask you to mean it. So there's that. I'm like they literally just asked you to apologize. That's what you could have did. Mm -hmm. So apparently, the clip was circulating again this week, um, and apparently it was posted with the hashtag has save the children which which means I, something I else right it's completely um it so that hashtag was first used to raise money for the save the children charity but as the new york times reported it has recently been co-opted by q anon followers um and facebook apparently disabled that hashtag so this is where this is coming back up again it's right-wing people who mm. are again bringing this shit up so I got into it with somebody else because, I mean, they're actually um, also using QAnon and also Pizzagate, which Pizzagate was not a real fucking thing that they did with Hillary, but apparently it wasn't true. No, Dan Harmon really did do this fucking video, so I'm not exactly sure how you guys are doing this, but again, mm. because it's right-wing, people are like, oh my God. So I'm in a group called, like, No Karen, and the person put up... <laughs> <laughs> this is what exactly he said and I was like so this is why I know that sometimes white people y'all can't do shit because y'all know what the fuck you're doing so he literally wrote the Karens are trying to cancel Rick and Morty and I went so this is not how this goes that is not what this is that is not what a Karen is and also if you saw that fucking video it was disgusting I just saw 
I just saw print screens or screenshots. That was enough. Because one, the other thing that people are like burying is that they actually, he had like baby sounds in it too. Ooh, come on. So I was like, this is like, are you fucking kidding me? This is disgusting. And the fact that you're actually defending this is just like really weird to, oh, cancel culture is terrible. Like, oh, I'm so sorry. Fuck Dan Harmon. And I'm a Rick and Morty fan. So how about that? I was like, yeah. I I don't know what to tell y'all. Because this is just disgusting. That video was disgusting. And I know somebody, a good friend of mine is a comic. So he knows comedy is subjective, but everybody knows that line. Yeah. <laughs> like there's a line. Fucking babies on video is a line. <laughs> it's like, you don't cross that line. And also, if you're going to do yeah. a parody of a crime, you know, there's so many other crimes that you can parody. Mm-hmm. Literally. Why are you not like, oh, I don't what know. What a choice. That's a weird Why are you choice not on his part. About, like dog fighting. Oh, that's right. Because, you know, yeah, we care about animals more right. than humans sometimes. Yeah. It's like, it was like, why would you, I'm like, I'm sorry. And the people are like, oh, we should cancel Rick and Morty. I'm like, I'm sorry, guys. I'm a Rick and Morty fan. And last season wasn't great. I still can't find last season. It just is not available anywhere for me. Really? I, see that's the thing. I, if it's in my DVR, so I'm like, I'm yeah. like so oblivious sometimes, yeah. and I'm like, hmm. oh, because I don't have cable or any of that kind of stuff, and I don't pay for live uh, Hulu, um, so I missed it. But I mean, I'm a fan of the show. Hmm. I, I know Dan Harmon is a thing. Like I remember having issues with him because uh, back when Community was going on, because he mm-hmm. does he does do some stupid shit, um, and I hear he's kind of a dick and things like that too. So so there's there's that also. That being said, I've always always been a fan of the stuff that he does, like community. Isn't weird too? It's like you like he's an asshole, but I like the shit he does. Yeah, like because I've never experienced that part of him. Not that I'm excuse, I'm not excusing any behavior of anybody, but you know, there's mm-hmm. some people that like I've only consumed the content: Harmon mm-hmm. Quest, Community, Rick and Morty. Those are the right. only things. Right. Um, I've never actually met him in person. I've never seen this video, but I've seen the screenshots and that that's definitely more of his body than I've ever wanted to see in my whole life. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, so sometimes there's this thing of where someone does something terrible and you, you're just not aware of it and you need to be brought to the attention. So like, if I were to walk around and just be like, oh, I love Rick and Morty or I love community and people would be like, <gasps> gas, but, but he simulated this rape thing or whatever. Then I'd be like, oh shit, I didn't know about that. And let me look into, right. you know, let me look into it. Um, yeah. Cancel culture is a kind of a weird thing, I think, because when we're talking about people who do terrible things, mm-hmm. a la R. Kelly, you have to cancel somebody like him because not only does he do something that is illegal, he sings about the shit and he profits off mm-hmm. of the shit that he does. Right. Um, then you have someone like like Michael Jackson, depending on how people feel about what the truth is, mm-hmm. he never sang about that. You know what I'm saying? Like he, if, if it happened or didn't happen, he wasn't profiting off of his music content wasn't about that thing. Right. So it is a right. little bit more... Um, it's complicated it's when different. you're sitting here going do can i still like this music if this is true or whatever mm-hmm. i think that that's an okay conflict for you to be dealing with with yourself and you can answer that question for yourself right. in this particular kind of case the same thing too i've been consuming this man's entertainment for a while unaware of exactly. this thing exactly. now that i'm aware of it i'm like well fuck like i don't that's no it's that's like not okay that being said there are things in rick and morty that do 
skirt that line right so you know then you have to sit here and that's when you start examining like all right am i done with this altogether can i walk around this thing or is this profiting off of this thing right you know or whatever um and honestly like i at this point i don't know enough because i learned about it when i saw your show notes so i'm like oh shit this is something i I was like wait what the heck and then i saw that like a lot of the um articles that were featured like being shared were from 2018 like wait a minute why is no one talking about this or and that's the thing i don't know it probably was but i have a feeling it. because the way that you know we all have timelines and the way we curate it so if you mm-hmm. don't have a lot of people on your timeline talking about this it's yeah. like you're not going to see it so i don't want to be that person like nobody was talking about this i'm like i just didn't see it two years ago I'm like right obviously it's a thing because it came right back on up so it's like <laughs> Like some yeah. people are like, oh, this is from two years ago. I'm like, you know, it's really it's like it's interesting when we talk about cancel culture. We only really do that with people that we like. When it's somebody that we don't fucking like and we're like, oh no, they did some heinous shit, we're like, oh no, cancel his ass. But yeah. You're like, like, hey guys, wait, wait a minute. Well, some of them are pretty cut and dry. Right. But some of them aren't. You know, yeah. I think there is something about the question that you would answer internally. Mm-hmm. Can I separate the artist from the art? Mm-hmm. I think in some cases that is a hundred percent okay for you to have that conversation with yourself. Yeah. But like I said, with someone like R. Kelly, you can't because the He's motherfucker like, no, sings about ahead. the shit he does. He literally will commit a crime and then write a track about it five minutes later and put it up on vinyl. So like that one's an easy can easy. Like that yeah, one's no, super easy. And also when we think about like canceling somebody, this is what happens when another a made the major community co-op something from somebody else right this, we didn't like cancel meant something totally different before right and it also was a little bit more personal I'm like uh-uh, cancel that bitch i don't want that mm-hmm. but it also came from queer culture and it doesn't mean what we co-opted it to be so then there's the rub it's like okay so you just brought this shit out here and now it's like it means something different and the people who originated said, okay, so that's not what we... That's not what we meant, sir. how we <laughs> meant. So you're fucking up our shit and we're going to take our shit back because we're about <laughs> sick of your asses. We keep giving y'all shit and y'all just do, ooh, girl, blue, blue, plickety plonk, shade and tree and trade and ooh, girl and sis. I'm like, girl, leave me alone. <laughs> like, oh. You're like, oh, you just, you don't have to put every word in one sentence. <laughs> It's okay After if you, you hashtag everything, though, right? Girl, fuck <laughs> right? you. Like, that uh, black box got a lot of work done. Good. Uh. <laughs> somebody, so somebody who probably did have a black box, but she also um, say shit is the uh, the iconic Dolly Parton, who has let everybody know this week how she feels about Black Lives matter so when you think about a 74 year old white woman from the south from appalachia oh i mean she has a whole dollywood honey she has a dolly parton honey dolly parton is dolly parton so of course you think of a 74 year old white woman and you go i am nervous about what she's gonna say <laughs> but then she says the following i understand people having to make themselves known and felt and seen and of course, Black Lives Matter. Do we really think our little white asses are the only ones that matter? No. Exclamation point, end of quote. Queen Dolly has spoken. I don't know Hashtag, what the fuck y'all going to do. I said. I said what the fuck she said, what the fuck she said. And I think, you know, 
Tucker Carlson is probably like shitting himself right now because now they're in like, his gra- above ground grave. No, and notice it's not this real big rush to cancel Dolly, but also Black Twitter is going to be like, try it if you want. I mean, Dolly's on record. Listen, I hate country music. I hate country wrestling music. I have mm-hmm. a white grandfather I barely knew who was a country wrestling singer. I think that is part of my trigger about country wrestling music. But let me tell you what. You can't say shit about Dolly to me. Like, you can't. I mean, she is a person that has been an activist on so many grounds and throughout her fucking life. Mm-hmm. I mean, she, like, even... I mean, even in terms of, like, her songwriting, the way that she has written songs, Jolene is not a song about another woman that she's going to cut or she's trying to start travel with. This is a song about another woman where she says, please... Can we have a conversation? Because I really want to keep my man. Mm-hmm. And you are way too much competition for me. It is a still, and it's a very interesting twist on a other woman's song, right? Because she's just like, I'm not going to get anybody else. And you can. Can you give this one up so I can keep it? Is it a great message across the board? Maybe not so much. There's some self-esteem and depression going on in that song. But that is the only song on anywhere that is about another woman that is about two women discussing it versus mm-hmm. I'm going to cut that bitch instead of, uh, instead of dealing with the man who's cheating on you. That is actually really revolutionary. Mm-hmm. And, and given the time that she wrote it, given the fact that in 2020 that song doesn't exist anywhere else, you know, this woman is an activist on all kinds of grounds. She's been talking about woman empowerment forever she has been uh i think i think just like the types of movies she's done even Mm -hmm. puts her on that line as well Mm -hmm. she always speaks up about things Mm -hmm. and when she has identified when a problematic behavior about her has been identified she sits on it she fixes it she doesn't do big announcements of public relations or whatever she just zeroes it you bear, it just you, disappears. You're about Dolly Parton. It was like, first is Dolly Parton. I'm like, wait, did she die? That was the first thing I thought. <laughs> Look, this is what happens when you see people, they're like, people's name trending. Oh, hell. I'm like, what? Nope. I was like, oh, I'm sorry. So so what's for lunch? Because yeah. I'm sorry. Because, um, I mean, there also- was a slavery theme to her Dollywood for a period of time and that and she, she erased. Took she took it out. And it wasn't a big old thing. It was just like, it, a, just it like, was like, you're oh, right. you're right. It's gone. Right. It wasn't like, we're going to fade this out this year or blah, 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 blah. It was just gone. So her coming out to speak on this makes sense to me. Right. Um, I don't think she said anything wrong in the way she said it. Mm-mm. And I really, really want to see white people try to say, we can't support Dolly Parton anymore. <laughs> yeah, try it. Try it. Watch. And all those other country artists would be like, you know, she's like the blueprint for a lot of this shit. Like, she's we, Dolly we fucking say, Parton. She's Dolly fucking Parton. Like, she has written Jolene slaps. thousands of songs. Thousands. Like, it's like You it, wouldn't have I'll Always Love You if you don't have Dolly Parton. Exactly. And then, mind you, Whitney made it a bigger song because it's Whitney Houston. But also, right. and what did Dolly do go? She sang my song. Um, By the way, she wrote it, so she gets paid. So please yeah, keep playing She us. does. Yes, she does. And she likes covers. She, well, one, because she, she gets paid for them because she writes right. everything. But right. she's just like, I want to hear what other people's interpretation is. And she loved Whitney's interpretation. I mean, yeah. who, who wasn't going to? Right. You know what I'm saying? But, um, oh, that vibrato of Whitney Houston's, oh my God. 
I mean, I wish somebody would come for Dolly. I slept on her for a long time, and then mm-hmm. once once I got once I got uh, hip to her, I was like, oh, oh, <laughs> right. It's like wow. Okay. Yeah, she's okay. amazing. You can't say shit about it. And I love that she will bring it down to just like our tiny, flat, white, pale, crusty, mm-hmm. white ass. Like she's not. She's like our little. You think all like our little white ass is bad? I'm like, oh, they not going. Them white people not going to like you, girl. Mm-mm. that's fine it's like huh, ho 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 it's like nope we don't care so let's slide into high key because it's some sh- mm, i know this is going to take longer that's why I'm, I'm sliding into high key but okay. first because everybody's talking about it because i literally said it's this is probably what's going to happen but if you guys are living under a rock or have been li- under the sea with sebastian singing uh Joe Biden has picked his running mate, and it is Kamala Harris of California. It's more like the, because of course he did, moment for me. But for a lot of people, they're like, oh my goodness. Because Kamala Harris is a Black woman who is also who has a Indian mother. So she is not only a Black woman, she is a um, Asian woman. So she, that's two big milestones in one person. But you also saw a lot of white people wringing their hands because the first thing they said was, because a lot of people use this synonym, which is why I find myself walking away from it, where I equate African-American to Black because I'm sorry, folks, they are not the same thing because all black people do not come from Africa. Some of them come from the Caribbean. Some of them come from South America. Some of them come from the UK. Some of them come from Mexico. You know, it's like, it's not just Africa. So when people were, because that's the politically correct, and I'm putting in some quotes, way of mentioning a black person, the first thing they said was, they said Kamala Harris is the first African American and Asian American um, person on in a major party on the ticket. So the first thing they said was, well, she's not African American. Her dad is Jamaican. She's still black. This is why we say. Also, black is not a slur. Now, it's we, not. It's can like, we just say is, that some of us are black? black? <laughs> because it's like. Back in the day, like 10, 15, 20, 30 years ago, that's why everybody say African-American, African-American, because we also didn't have the language. We didn't have the words to realize that Caribbean people, the Caribbean is not in Africa. It's nowhere near Africa. I also did, I failed geography, so it may be closer than I'm actually saying it is. But for right now, <laughs> intents and purposes, um, it's nowhere near. Neither is South America. Neither is Australia. Neither is the UK. It's not all in Africa. And also, people are like not realizing that the transatlantic slave trade went through the Caribbean too. I mean, Ooh, it's, it's a lot like, of stops. It wasn't just from here Ooh, to America. It's like that. How do stopped. you think black people got to this hemisphere? It wasn't, <laughs> like, it wasn't the express bus. It's more the local bus. So we had a few Peter stops. Peter back there were like some black folk right here. The ones mm-hmm. that came from Africa that were 
transplanted or planted mm -hmm. in the Caribbean and in South America mm -hmm. and in the United States. Yeah, a whole lot of stops along the way. Pretty much. Pretty much. So that was then it became let's do the birther thing that they did with Obama with yeah. Kamala Harris, which yeah. if you guys just called her black, you wouldn't have this problem. You know what I'm She's saying? still black. And so then it became, is she black enough? And so I... I actually saw a headline that said, Republicans ask, is she legally black? <laughs> what? Legally. And so I'm really mad because we had some audio trouble on Blurred Comics this week. And I, I, um, but I go clean off about this and it just mm -hmm. didn't record, unfortunately. Um, first of all, legally black? Fuck you. Why is that? That's not a thing. Shut the fuck up. Like, please fuck you. Yeah. Number two. None of us decide for Kamala what her racial identity is. None of us. It don't matter. None of us. She will tell us how she identifies. And what she tells us depends on where she's at and the situation. Sometimes she is a black woman and a South Asian woman. Sometimes she's black and Indian. Sometimes she's Jamaican and South Asian. Usually, though, she is a woman of color. And that is a thing that a lot of us mixed women do adopt in situations when we have to mm -hmm. decide if we are the right person to be the representative for fill in the blank all black women. Mm -hmm. Just because she is a vice presidential candidate doesn't mean that her voice is the only black woman voice. And that's why she will choose to say women of color a lot of times. Yeah. That being said, she's from Oakland. If you don't understand if she's black and she's from Oakland, I don't know how to help you. She also Number two, talked about being bust. So she went to yeah, she went she was bust. She also went to Howard University, University, the Mecca. If you don't understand that she can be black from and Howard, I don't know what they about and to she's a member minds. of AKA. They gonna lose their minds. They're like, okay. If well, we you already know who I tell is. me that that woman isn't immersed in Black American culture, regardless of whether or not she is Jamaican, regardless of whether or not her parents are immigrants, if you're going to try to tell me that she is not immersed in Black culture, I don't know how to help you. I am also a mixed Asian Black and, you know, Black and Asian woman who identifies as Black, even though I'm pale as hell and only Black people know that I'm Black. Why? Because I was fucking immersed I was raised by black people. I was mm -hmm. in a black town, in a black city, in a black mm -hmm. school. My entire cultural foundation is black. Mm -hmm. I believe Kamala has that same situation. You are not gonna tell me that a woman who grows up in Oakland can't identify as black with this legally black bullshit. I can't help and, you. I cannot uh, fucking help you. And is part of and is a member of a black sorority. The I mean, oldest. The divine nine. That means something. <laughs> the divine nine. She, AKA, all day, every day. Pink and green. And you're going to sit up here and talk about this. You questioning? You can't. You can't. There's nothing, there's nothing you can say. So mm -hmm. the thing about it is when, and, the thing about, and this is my complete lack of geography 101. Um, cause mm -hmm. when people kept saying Asian American, so it was interesting to watch some people say Indian and then some people say Indian American. Some people said Asian American and my dumb ass forgot that India is in South Asia. So right. <laughs> she's, she's South Asian. Asian yes. Cause when you think of Asia and this is 
one, something that I have to work past, when you think of Asian American, you think East Asian. So that's literally what you're thinking. Right. What do you mean? So, you know, and it took me back to crazy rich Asians when people were just like, what the fuck? Yeah. Y'all not the only fucking Asians here. And I'm like, that's right. And also, I'm in HR. Charmaine's in HR. We're broke. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, that's right. Because if you right. look, that's right. Also, for a person from the Caribbean, a black a- South Asian mix is not a weird thing. It's almost not. every island has their population of South Asians that have been there for generations. Because yeah. very similarly to what happened, you know, maybe not entirely similarly, but Britain colonized the whole fucking world. Mm-hmm. They plucked a whole bunch of Indians mm-hmm. out of India and sprinkled mm-hmm. them all around the world too. Yep. Some of them profited. Some of them did not but there is a huge population of south asians sprinkled all throughout the caribbean who are generationally caribbean correct. at this point correct so it is not a strange thing for any of them that she's jamaican and south asian so i'm just thinking of like two places jamaica and uh and trinidad tobago mm-hmm. those british right guyana yeah british guyana i mean you 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 don't even ask if you like go to Jamaica. You don't even ask if you look at somebody who looks exactly like Kamala Harris. You, mm-hmm. you look at them and you you don't even ask. They're black or they just say I'm Jamaica. Right. Mm-hmm. Whatever whatever it is, their name is. But I mean, there's no question there mm-hmm. about their blackness. Right. <laughs> I do wonder, and I had a conversation about this earlier on my uh, social distancing hangout on my my podcast group today uh, Mm -hmm. about whether or not if her father was the South Asian person and she had a last name that was more Mm -hmm. obviously Indian, Mm -hmm. you know, how would we be dealing with her racial identity? Because when you look at her in terms of racial ambiguity, which is obviously where I exist all day long with my Mm -hmm. face, she's someone who... Primarily, will code as black. I think, I, regardless of how no, light no, no. skin she, she is, like the way her hair is, she codes as black. So she does code um, for black for me. So honestly, I, I, I don't know how I missed this part because I literally thought her parent was white. Oh, I code, okay. I coded her as black. So I didn't know, and then I was like, she looks like her mom. It's so <laughs> interesting when you just got like. So it's interesting when you think of mixed people because we we think so rudimentarily right we just think black and white that's the only mix that we think of but there's so many other different mix out there that mm-hmm. those identities need to be seen because the other thing that people are not realizing that a lot of south asian people and indian people are like oh this is a win for us too right as it should yeah. be. it's like and they should be able to claim her like Okay, yeah. we're claiming her too because right. it's not like she don't go. Oh, I don't, she doesn't claim her mother. I mean, her mother, you know, um, has she's passed away. She's on the away. campaign trail, or, or she had been on her campaign trail yeah, in California. Away. I think she had cancer. I think she passed away a few yeah. years ago. She had colon cancer. She passed yeah. away. So it's kind of like she never hid her mother. So it wasn't right. like the oh, I have this parent, but you know, I'm black, y'all. But you know, yeah. she's over there. She never did that with her. No. And I think that that is a thing. I mean, I'm not saying that there aren't mixed people that do do that. But like me, I have a complicated relationship. I had a terrible relationship with my father, who is my black parent. That being said, I am black. Like, it doesn't matter the nature of my relationship with the parent. 
I, you know, I am this way. This is the way I am. Um, and I do because I'm a Californian. I remember Kamala and both of her parents on the podium with her back when she was running for office here in California. Mm-hmm. I remember her wor- rocking a sari on on a public engagement. Yeah. And looking a lot like her mother, you know, so if the if the South Asian community came out in droves to back her, I would be like, yeah, absolutely. If the mixed community came out to to back her, it would make sense to me as well as Mm -hmm. and if the black community comes out. But, you know, I mean, I guess I I am sensitive about this as a mixed person uh, when somebody decides for us. Mm. what we get to what we get to put forward. I mean, because black folks do it to us, too, where it's like if you're if you're a little bit of black, you're just black. I mean, for me, that works because I grew up black. But for my brother, who even though we grew up in the same house, doesn't identify with blackness, mm-hmm. that hurts him. I don't know how to. Ha- I don't know how to talk about it though. I don't yeah. because you know it's complicated. We're from the same family. We identify differently. Yeah. Um, because but honestly, that is a real thing. Yeah, because for black people, we kind of like bl- the phrase "black on black crime." The one dropper, we didn't make that up. Yeah, that actually was a law. And it wasn't, it, was, it wasn't like seen as like a good thing. It was more like a, we're going to other you because we don't fucking like natives and we right. don't like, I mean, they say Indians at this point, Indians and black mm-hmm. people. That's, mm-hmm. those were the brown, black and brown people. Like that's, those were the colored folks. We were the colored right. folks. And so it was kind of like the one drop rule wasn't seen as a strength. It was seen as a weakness. It became co-opted and adopted in a positive way. Like I said, mm-hmm. that impacts me positively because if yeah. people, you know, embrace my blackness and, and don't call it into question too often, right. then that works for someone who identifies the way that I do and who grew yeah. up the way that I do. But again, in my own family, I have mixed black family members who don't identify with the blackness. Get, so, right. So I, get you know, that. yeah. so that's a, that's a thing too. But also like my, my biggest thing with, with Kamala is what is her racial identity going to do about her office? Because the office she's petitioning for, the job she's applying for, isn't necessarily only about racial identity. There are other things going on in that job. So can I maybe hear what her qualifications are for that job? Because we already got a guy in office that ain't qualified. So let's focus a little bit more on whether or not the woman is qualified then whether or not she gets to be legally black or if we have to call her jamaican and i think that's the i think that's where the rub is because i think she is qualified for the position Mm -hmm. so that's the easy disqualifier like that's the easiest thing you can do say oh well she's not born here so that's why because right they tried to do with obama it was like oh well he's not born here so that's the only that's literally the only thing that y'all could do Right. It wasn't that you didn't think, even though he didn't have the military background, I'm like, Trump don't have it either. So it's not that y'all care about that. It's just, right. y'all just wanted to find any old thing. So it was kind of right. like, y'all try anything and then you realize, let's talk about, you know, maybe he wasn't born here. You're only saying that because he's brown. Right. Like if he was a white guy, y'all wouldn't be questioning that. And the bad part about it is a lot of white people don't realize how inherently racist that really is. It really You're is. Only questioning that because she's brown. You're only questioned Obama because he was brown. So it's kind of right. like that's the easiest one. Oh, that's right, because brown people don't aren't born here. Because Asterisk forty five also the child of an immigrant. Correct. And his, so and his wife is an and, yeah, and all of his I mean, with the exception <laughs> of one. Like, yeah. if you want to Marla get your American so citizenship, all you got to do is marry him. Like Correct. that. <laughs> Correct. So it's kind of like you just watch this whole thing, and now we're talking about Kamala. I'm, I'm excited because 
when we think about the last year which i was like this is gonna be the longest election year of my entire like being because i'm like mm-hmm. bring on november she was actually the person i wanted and then it morphed into when she dropped out it morphed into elizabeth warren and then mm-hmm. warren dropped out before our primary our primary maryland we're usually early primary for some mm-hmm. odd reason we got pushed back you got so pushed back, i didn't yeah. get to i didn't get to vote for neither kamala nor elizabeth warren and i was like this fucking sucks Right. It's like, really it's like this fucking sucks. I'm like, because <laughs> I wanted to like, because one, I thought Kamala, out of all the people there, I think she would have been, out of all the people there, she's the most dynamic, honestly. So it's kind of like we can't be like, um, people are like, is she qualified? I'm like, she was a nominee for president. The right. only reason why she dropped out is because she didn't have the financial backing. That she didn't drop out because she couldn't do it. She dropped out because people didn't want to pay her and they were putting money other places and that tells you exactly everything you need to know about the way we vote for our presidents correct so it's kind of like you go it's not that she's not qualified she's fine so i think this ticket will will excite people in a way that people aren't realizing um because now realizing the black people aren't the only minorities here there are Mm -hmm. actually south asians going we don't have representation like this either. And that's going to, that's another base that people kind of forget and people like really don't recognize because if it's not black people or Latinx slash Hispanic, which are two different Mm -hmm. things, but sure, let's do that. You only focus on two and there are other, other minorities that want to be seen and I want them to be seen. And a lot of other people like, hey, no, this is exciting. Yeah, because it's really it is like team get him the fuck out of here. I mean, there's that. Yeah. I and I don't know like in 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 my memory and maybe it is the way I curate my timelines. I don't know about South Asian political um, coalitions or anything like that here in the United yeah. States. And yeah. the only South Asian um, politician I was ever familiar with was the dude in Louisiana, um, that kind of problematic governor guy. Um, whose name I just heard earlier tonight. I've already forgotten. Uh, Bobby uh, uh, Jindal, something like that. Bobby J- yeah. Something like um, that. And I remember him being a problem. That's all I remember. But I don't remember like South Asians coming out in big droves to support in the way that like they anticipate black people will for any black candidate, yeah. which doesn't work when it's a black candidate is a Ben Carson or a Herman Cain. Um, yeah, exactly. But, like, y'all just vote for anybody black. I'm like, so why is Ben Herman Cain get any further? You know what I'm saying? Why didn't so, Ben Carson get any further? Yeah, um, that's not it. You're like, you can't just treat us like the okie doke that we're so stupid that, ooh, black, pick him. That's not what happened. Right. That's not what that's that's not what happened. And honestly, I, I imagine a lot of the black vote will go to uh, the older black vote will go towards Biden only because he was Obama's guy. And also the reason why Bernie didn't go. Uh, y'all, y'all know how the fuck I feel about Bernie Sanders. Here's the thing. And this is how the, I felt about this election. Do I want to vote for Bernie? Sa- if he had won, I'm like, Bernie cannot no he can't do it he is not what y'all are thinking he is however if he had gotten the nomination i would have fucking voted for bernie because that's how serious this is i'm like i don't i I can't do this with you i i just can't we are literally sitting in a pandemic we are sitting here in an active pandemic when other countries who have had this outbreak of this virus are looking at us like oh y'all still y'all still on punishment 
Oh, poor things. I ain't really no punishment. I'm then. Ooh, girl, we going to the movies today because you know we're so as a country so fucking selfish that we can't just put on a mask for three months because oh my god, my rights, bitch, fuck you. Right. I mean, just fuck you. So and I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. We can't have high, high expectations about how successful Biden and Harris are going to be if they get in the office because their first term is entirely going to be correcting, attempting to correct damage that was done. So you mean like Obama's first term. Right. It pretty, really every, time, every time. Every just time. Every time. Like, you do so, realize he just he was cleaning up so much shit. You do realize we used to have like uh gas prices like five or six seven eight dollars people had to decide if they can put gas in their car on food on their table right that was what i was we just have to get some new people in there that can fix some problems and then help them along their way so they can continue on and do the work that they actually want to do because they're probably not going to be able to get any of that work done in the beginning they're just going to be having to write it's like this is literally just a cleanup at this point because i I've been sitting on this because a lot of things I don't put on a timeline on my Twitter because I don't feel like arguing with y'all fuckers. I really don't because I can't do this because the big thing now is that folks are like, please don't shame oppressed groups into voting. Most notably black people. And I will say this and I want you guys to hear me. I get what you're saying. But and there's the butt. What do we need to say to get you to vote? Because here's the thing. Black people don't have the numbers. Because every black person could have voted and Obama still would have lost. I just need y'all to understand that. He still would have lost. Every man, woman, and child. And also, when people go to jail and they are felons, they lose their voting lose rights. Their and a fun fact, if we're going to talk about the prison industrial complex, a lot of people that are in there are black. Mm-hmm. So they don't have their rights back. So it's interesting. I need you to realize that I want you to look at who's around you telling you not to vote. Are they people who can vote? Mm-hmm. Because if they're not, they're just, oh, no, it don't matter. It's like, mm, that's interesting. I mean, honestly, that. if it didn't matter, they wouldn't work so hard to try to take it's away the black like vote. for like for people who are... um religious it's kind of like when you hear demons and the devil saying i want your soul oh you you know don't worry about it because it's, it's really you don't really need it it's, it's not really important it's not important why are you trying to take why it? do you want it so i get why people are saying don't shame them like you know what you're right shame it, it, we shouldn't shame you him what do we need to say what else needs to happen what else do we need to say to you? Because I'm sorry, 2020 is not the election. A lot of people say, y'all said that last election. You want to know why it didn't work last election? Because <clears throat> we believed the little dynamics, the little stats that they were saying, Hillary is going to win. So a lot of people were just like, well, I mean, y'all say Hillary got going to win. It's different. 2016, she was the projected winner everywhere. Mm-hmm. And we forgot white people might not think they're racist, but a lot of them like white supremacy. So they're like, yeah, no, I'm gonna vote for the white guy. And a lot of people don't like Hillary. They have never liked her. Yeah, ever. I don't think people under uh, uh, 
they were really underestimating how much people hated her. And I, that I was mean, what I was worried about the 70s, whole time. I'm like, yeah. God, they hate her. And also, third, and I know people are talking about the Electoral College and the um, popular vote. Typically, that lines up. And when it doesn't, it's like haywire. Kind of like yeah. 2000 presidential election. Right. Because they literally, all of those people on camera like, hey, y'all, don't let this happen again. <laughs> and it was like, they literally said, oh my God, please don't let this happen again. So then it became, oh my gosh. I, I hear what everyone's saying, but I also am focusing on 30%. 30% of the people who voted for Donald for Trump, Donald Trump only voted for him because mm-hmm. they didn't like Hillary. That is, right. that is 30% of it's 65 million people that's thing. a lot of people so i'm not and i know people bring up third party i'm like it's it, it literally is a drop in the bucket I, guys i i hear what you're saying, yeah, but it it's is. a drop in the bucket i'm focused on that 30 percent. you can focus on that three to five percent from third party if you want i'm focused i'm focused on the 30. look at how hate driven we are that we they came out in big numbers because they disliked somebody dislike i didn't like hillary that's versus who i want a lot of people as president i just don't like that bitch right like that's a that's a really that's pretty that's that's about as american as it gets huge number and also you're looking at like i get it we're 13 percent of the um population i'm not i'm like like we can't change anything. I'm like, so I hear you. I do because you're right. We're 13% of the population. However, I don't know. You remember that um, racist that was trying to get into Congress and because of black women, he didn't get there. I do. It can't be. <laughs> yeah. You, you can't say <laughs> That's right. I forgot folks. about that dude. It was like, it's because of black women. That's why he's not in office. That matters. So it can't be we drive culture and also we don't we can't do nothing i'm like i'm sorry baby we do it, it's i get what you're saying because i understand why i'm like i get it i that doesn't mean i agree i understand why shaming is kind of fucked up because it's like yeah it's like it's it's not all on us but also and they're like don't shame us by bringing up your ancestors i'm like so <laughs> this is where i split from you because you can't do this john lewis just fucking died we don't have any more people who were young adults and adults around the time of the civil rights movement to tell you, hey, hi, go fucking vote. Because we're under mm-hmm. this impression that our ancestors that fought for the vote, you really think they had like this options. They had a racist or a racist. Yeah. They didn't care. They wanted to be there because one, if, if y'all want to, hi friends, Google voting in america and i want you to focus on 1870 because in 1870 black men were allowed to vote legally but because of racism they weren't allowed now i'm saying google it i learned that in college when i did a women's studies cast and we went over the women's suffrage movement and i looked at that paper said does that say 1870 no this is 1870 black men were able to vote and that was shortly after the, the end of the Civil War. Mm-hmm. This was Reconstruction period. Mm-hmm. The yeah. the short shortest uh, civil period in American history. It's like, baby, uh, I get what y'all are saying. I really do. I'm like, the, like everything in this country that we have ever gotten as Black people, help any minority that is not white. 
even the ones who fucking lived here before everybody else had to fight for everything. Mm -hmm. So for you to sit here and say, don't shame me and don't bring on my ancestors, I'm sorry, bitch, fuck you. I'm bringing their asses up. I mean, you can't in one breath tell us to not focus on the past and then be upset when we want to tear down Confederate monuments. Like, we're supposed to not think about what happened to our ancestors, but you want to commemorate their failures. You know, voting is a similar thing to that. Like, we as brown people don't get anything in this country without the support of white people, unfortunately. And white supremacy is a real ass thing. So... How do we achieve the vote? How do we achieve these things? Unfortunately, they need to come through too. And that's how white women got the vote in the early 1900s. They that's did how, it with the help of black women. They helped did it with them. the help of black women, but it was white men who had to agree. You're like, oh, okay, to let that here, be possible. here y'all go. Here yeah. you go. <laughs> but they didn't give us the vote. Like black women, brown women. I mean, Native American women did get the vote before black women. That says a lot, like, that we had to actually categorize what kind of woman got a chance to vote in the same way we got to categorize what kind of men. I mean, honestly, to the best of my knowledge, it was only white men who could vote, and then there was black men who could vote. Where's all the other people? Where's all the other dudes? They didn't get, yeah, they like didn't they have did, their movement. It was kind of like, that's what the, because we're in the binary. Right. You know they did. It can't be our ancestors fought for everything for us. But when you bring up voting, it's like, eh, wait, um, let's not bring <laughs> that up. Though. It's like, they fought for everything. Let's not forget, the bus boycott was 18 months straight. Mm-hmm. 18. It wasn't like two weeks. It wasn't like a day. It was like 18 months of people walking, having to carpool. Yeah. In danger. It's like, it can't be our ancestors fought for everything except voting. I'm like, it, it can't be, it, it can't, it can't stop. So I, it's like, while I understand like shaming, it's like shaming shouldn't, you shouldn't shame them. It's like, okay. I mean, I guess this is where we have to educate in times when we're not being paid to educate, but like, yeah, that is something that we have to do to our people to get them to understand that their participation, their participation matters, not just for, you know, historical shifts in, in consciousness and, and things like that, but like symbolically because of what happened before us mm-hmm. honoring the people who came and fought before us there is something to that as well i think that you know when i do i usually vote uh, mail-in but in mm-hmm. the times that i have voted in person there's been something significant i did physically yeah. go out and vote in person when hillary was up um for because i wanted to say that for the first woman president that i went th- i wanted to have the experience of remembering being at the polling place and yeah. also that candidate winning that yeah. didn't happen there are a lot of people um, who went out for obama there's like they stood in line so that, i think that's the other part that kills me it's like like don't shame black people i'm like but hey if you go on election day black people vote black people yeah. vote black it's women so, vote in higher numbers than a lot of other categories the most pragmatic voting group is black women it's kind of like yeah we're doing this to save ourselves you just happen to be in a plane with us as we're going down to try to not which die. is why there is that idea that black women are going to save everybody in the in the voting booth but there's mm-hmm. not enough black women to save everybody it's not in enough of us. we need more teeth <laughs> in this monster we need more teeth so I get what people are saying, like, no, we need we need politicians to do this, 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 and this. And you're right. 
You do. I'm like, it could be both. It could be get your ass out to vote, but also, hey, Biden, you need to clean this shit up. And why yeah. did you say this? And why did you do this? And Kamala, what did you do this? Still fucking Stop vote. sniffing women's necks. Please, that, right. It's like, it can be both. <laughs> like, I'm not saying don't hold them accountable. So when you saw people turning on Angela Davis, of all people. And you know what I'm saying? I was you, like, no, 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 no. You are not going to turn like, on her. I was like, what? I'm like, so people were mad at what Ava was just like, I get what she did, but I'm like, I'm still voting. They're like, how dare you? You made the 13th. I'm like, hey, hi. So Kamala Harris doesn't make laws. Right. I don't know if you guys know this. I don't, I don't think she wrote any laws. It's not a one She's woman also show. a prosecutor. I'm like, maybe we don't know what a prosecutor is. And also, there are a lot of podcasts, a lot of writers, even a a person who actually went toe-to-toe with her in the court who said she's a lot more progressive than y'all give credit to her. So there's a lot of places where you can like actually debunk this whole she is cop mala. Yeah, we can debunk all of that. But you can debunk it if you want to. I feel like this is like, it's not, a lot of people are like, no, 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 she's bad and I'm not going to vote because y'all ain't earning my vote. I'm like, also, like, things are written in really complicated ways that do force politicians in some cases to vote very particular ways, especially in Congress and Senate, where it's like... Everybody, like, ignores that Bernie voted for the crime bill. I mean, there's there's that kind of stuff. Like, there, I mean, there are certain things in which you are only given a very tight choice and right. both of them in the same way that a presidential election can be that way. You know, maybe you're voting on a crime bill and in both cases, the crime bill is trash if you go this way or you go that way. Mm-hmm. And that politician has to decide for your state, mm-hmm. is this the less trash? Like, they also have to vote lesser of two evils in the same way that we do. It's in every Does, bill. It doesn't necessarily forgive everything, but what is best in those circumstances is if that person comes out and says, look, the basis of my decision was blah, 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 blah. Here's all the pros, here's all the cons. And in this particular case, there were fewer cons if I went this way. If we knew a little bit more about that, if there was a little bit more transparency in the way people voted, it might be harder for us to just be like, let's dismiss this candidate because one time they did this one thing. Yeah. Yeah. When I mean, I was excited to be able to vote for Bill Clinton as my first president when I was of age. That being said, 30 years later, I now understand the implication of him being the president. Mm-hmm. But a lot of that we're not going to know. Yeah. You know, a lot of that's going to be a hindsight situation. There's that. The yeah. other part is that I think the system is so corrupt. There's so many people that shouldn't be involved in making these laws. Absolutely. That, but these are the laws that they get to vote for. And that is what we have. That's the system we have to work in. So it's more about dismantling and defunding these problematic forms of our government than it is to say one person, Kamala, one time or, you know, for the period of years that you were AG or whatever, blah, 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 in our state, XYZ happened. Yeah, XYZ happened, but also some of that was things that it was only XYZ or it was ABC and XYZ was the better of the two things. Like that is an also a possible thing. That being said, as a Californian, I have a very complicated relationship with Kamala. Is that relationship more complicated than Asterisk 45 being the president? No. No. Nothing. For me. Because the other thing that got handed down this week is you're literally watching the president of the United States actively participate in voter suppression mm-hmm. by going to war with 
the United States Postal Service actually trying to say if we do mail-in for the election, it's going to taint it. It's going to be a corrupt um, election. I also, in says the, same the man breath, who got elected through r- Russian and, but, involvement. But can we also focus on the fact that he said these kids need to go back to fucking school? So let right. me get this straight. It's not safe for people to vote, but it's safe to let our children go back to school. Right. And I got to say it just like that. Yeah. To school. Right. Everybody, everyone except Barry. It was just like that. You, know you know he not going. He's like, oh, he going to be home. Oh, so your yeah. kid gets to be safe. But right. school is safe enough to be open, but the election in November right. is it's- not. So now you see people taking pictures. You see it all over social media where different states are taking up mailboxes. They're just taking them up. They're like sealing them up. They're closing places. This is actual nationwide voter suppression. It's not just what happened in Georgia when they closed polling places. Like if, because a lot of states already do mail-in. They don't like go and vote. I've been mail-in my entire time. There's only been a handful of times I've physically voted. I've always been an absentee. Right. It was just kind of like, um, there are states who don't do it in person anyway. So now you actually are suppressing the vote. Now the problem, well, I guess it's not a problem, but the saving grace is you could snatch up all of the mailboxes from from here to Tuscaloosa, Mm -hmm. but that does not, let's not ignore the fact that every county clerk, every county clerk has a mailbox. So you can go to the county clerk's office and Mm. drop on mail. Right. Mm. That's the thing. It's like people are not are not. A lot of us don't have that information. We don't have that as common knowledge. Mm-hmm. But the more that we talk about those things, it's like, oh, okay. Well, you make you're gonna like old folks used to say. It's like, oh, we're gonna close that door. Let me open it over here. Window mm-hmm. is the fact that every county clerk has their own mailbox, mail drop, mail drop. So you can, yeah, you can drop off all you. You can drop off all your mail, your your mail-in ballots right there at the county clerk's office, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you can so take them to polling places as well. You can, like, yes, that's, that's an, what they that's did for the primaries. It was kind of like mm-hmm. because yeah. they weren't letting people do it in line. Like people, either you can mail it, you can mail your ballot, right. or you could like drop it. Like they had like drop boxes at polling places where you can just put it in. I mean, even someplace like LA, which is one of the largest, I think it is actually the largest county in the United States. Like, Mm -hmm. it's a huge place. So if you can do real damage, if you made a sweeping thing, like, let's pick up all the the mailboxes or whatever. Right now, I haven't seen that happen yet. But what I have seen is even if I physically go to the post office to drop off my mailers for my masks that I've been making, the bins outside of the post office in the post office parking lot Filled to the brim. Right. So that means they're not checking it every day because there's no way that there's that much mail every single day. Yeah. Um, you yeah. can't go in because the lines are too long. Like there's other things happening because they've cut how many they've cut hours and they've they've laid people off and they've done all this other stuff. It's not just that they're hiding the boxes. It's that they're taking people's jobs in a time when people really fucking need jobs. They're right. cutting the budget in major, major ways all of which will end up being a problem come November. But it's also a problem right now. Right now. Because, because yeah, the I'm just pressing masks. Right. You know? 
because now people are like um a couple of people that like one of my um friends Soso, she was like you might want to select a higher postage just so just in case something happens it's somewhat more insured or you drive to the most expensive white neighborhood in your area and drop it off in their post office pretty much because that's the I, I live a hop skip and a jump from beverly hills i could drop that shit in the beverly hills post office and i bet you and they'll definitely pick it up because that's mm-hmm. the other thing the postmaster general the new one we have he's a trump supporter he's a trump backer so this is why he's able to get away with this and also it's not just voting there are people who get their medicine via usp right they i have seen that too. like they're they get people their social security checks and also a lot of people don't realize that they're like oh just use ups and fedex fun fact in rural areas, UPS and FedEx don't go. They use the USPS. Right. It's like, right. this is not a business. This is this is a mandate for the country. The USPS yeah. makes money, quote unquote, but not really. Right. Yeah, also, they're not a, they're not for they're not profit. a business. There's not a for-profit yeah. business. It's like, why are you going to... T- I'm sorry. It's, it's the thing. pandemic, people like... Uh, Congress going on vacation until Labor Day, meaning that there's no new deal for new stimulus package. They they on vacation until Labor Day. The rent moratoriums um, are, are done. It's done. People are starting to get evicted. People are still not getting, some people are just getting their unemployment this month mm-hmm. and they applied back in March. Mm-hmm. It's like people are losing jobs. You know, he's tampering with the mail which is already starting this is before november and he's not even hiding it too he specifically said it would be bad for republican candidates if we did mail-in ballots you know what i mean you're gonna tell me that there's not a shit ton of senior citizens that are hardcore conservative that would really benefit from being able to mail in their ballots Mm -hmm. but he's specific like he's not even He's faking the funk at all. He specifically said it would be disastrous for Republican candidates. I'm like, I'm sorry. And so for the people like, oh no, I can't vote for Joe Biden because this, what else does need to happen? Mm -hmm. We're actually, this is is not just in Georgia or certain Southern states or cities. This is nationwide. nationwide. What the fuck else needs to happen for you to say, get him the fuck out of here? He and you know he got Barack on speed dial. If he gets into a pinch, he could call Barack. Right. You know, <laughs> when he said it back in 2016, he was not lying. I could shoot somebody in broad daylight and wouldn't miss a vote. People tell you who they are. Believe them. Believe so, them. I know there were people who were upset by Joe Biden saying he's the first president to run like he's first racist president like that's not true i'm like baby we're black we know that's not true we know that's not also wasn't talking to us he was talking to white yeah Mm -hmm. he ain't talking to us so i get why it's like yeah so that's not accurate but i get what you're saying and i'm like and fuck y'all for making me defend joe biden i'm like god damn it i was like damn it i knew what he was trying to say when he said the stuff about latinos and they're more diverse i'm like because we actually are very myopic when it comes to latinos so much so that we lump in hispanics with latinos mm-hmm. i <laughs> mean also, i i just said earlier today that racial categories in the united states are black white asian and some kind of mexican because they can't tell the difference between latinx folks right and the bad part about it is that's not even like on ours it's not even a race it's like it's an ethnicity Hispanic mm-hmm. slash Latino. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, what you doing? The way they list race and ethnicity on categories, it, like, does, it doesn't work. Ethnicity is not, I'm like, Mexican is not a, a race. 
Do you know that for the first time in my whole 42 years, nearly 43, I got to select African-American and Asian as one category? Really? Happened last week. It was for my new doctor because there's a lot of health things that have to do with, you know, being a black person, being an Asian oh. person specifically. So when it, it lists the ethnicity, ethnic groups, mm-hmm. there was a column for African-American and oh. Asian-American. I was like, I mean, that's the closest thing to my deal that it could possibly be. So I checked like, it. Hey. I never got a chance to check that before. That is cool. It's kind of cool. That is cool. So seriously, I get like, I'm not telling, I'm not shaming anyone, but I am literally just going to just keep going what else needs to happen i need to know what i so i get like we should get our issues out there i'm like get baby it's the same issues that we yes we should because oh you know like, sorry I'm, go ahead byron we should shout out um mail by mail or by um My yeah, girl, Jay McMahon. Yeah, yeah yeah we should shout that out Always. i'm pulling up uh, by mail or by mask, I by think that's what it is. Hey, on uh, on Instagram, you can go. I just want to make sure that I have it. It might be by mask or by mail. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's by mask or by mail. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a it's a account that you can go to on Instagram. Uh, with the ta- with the thing, um, twenty twenty votes will be the most necessary ever. Boldly express your intentions to vote by any means with our premium apparel and accessories by mask or by mail, and um. So you can get some apparel and things like that to also show that, you know, you're trying to vote and you're trying to buy mask. Oh, by mask or mail. Yeah. Oh, I found it. Follow. Bam. There it is. Oh yeah. By mask or mail. I I kept throwing an extra buy in there. Um, But yeah, that's uh, also, you know, supporting black folks and uh, shouting out like a mission to, you know, get your vote in. Yeah. Cause I'm like, you know, and just to wrap, I guess the, like tie this up in a bow i'm not shaming anybody for not voting i because one i sympathize and empathize with voter apathy because you live here you live in this country i i totally get it i am i still can't be that apathetic because one one i've seen too much this it's eight months of this fucking year and i've had enough i'm like no he needs to fucking go but i felt like that since 2016 He's been needed to go. Yeah. We wanted him impeached. It didn't happen. It's like, I'm sorry. It's not, he not just going to leave willingly, as you can tell by him wanting to tamper with the election. Because if he thought he could win, he wouldn't be doing this shit. Yeah. I just want y'all to realize that. It's like, he realized that he could lose. Yeah. It's a slam dunk. It's like, because mm. I feel like if Biden had picked Pete, he would not be trying to tamper with no election. Right. Because quiet as kept, there were white people who wasn't voting for Pete. There were people who actually took their primary vote back when they found out he was gay, which is another thing that y'all don't want to talk about. But <laughs> we're not going to talk about that here. I also, just say? because I'm I'm LGBTQ plus person, please don't tell me to have voted that I should vote for Pete uh, just because on that, because Girl, that's no different no. than uh, <laughs> trying to tell me I should vote for someone based off a of race. I need y'all to shut the fuck up and let me vote for the candidate I'm gonna vote for. No, um, but Mayor yeah. Pete, the the town that he was mayor of was like, yeah, don't vote for him yeah kind of like how i was with um martin o'malley when he ran i was like "Uh uh-uh girl absolutely not (laughs) which is why he didn't even win maryland and he was the governor 
Yeah. Okay. So if it wasn't incumbent. Whoo. Use your mercy. Last story. So a hashtag was born in the last couple of days. Hashtag say his name was propped up and started trending. We're like, wait, what happened? Then another hashtag. Hashtag justice for Cannon. I was like, wait, are we fighting for Nick Cannon? Because why did we write Nick Cannon? Because that's mm. what I thought. Because I didn't know. So for anybody who doesn't know, Cannon Hennant is a five-year-old little boy who was the victim of gun violence because he was killed. The uh, alleged killer is currently in jail. He is charged with murder. Um, Cannon's parents are now being questioned because the story of what happened is evolving. Because apparently Cannon's parents allegedly are meth dealers and the person that um, murdered Cannon allegedly is a meth addict and he was having an episode and was actually trying to kill the father and not canon mm. so that is the new story that's coming up it's evolving it's not official it is alleged at this point we're not exactly sure whether it was by accident or on purpose a five-year-old little boy is dead and if you don't know by the name five-year-old canon was white mm. his um alleged murderer is black and so white people with flags and eagles in their bios and their Twitter handles started saying, why isn't Black Lives Matter marching for this? And they were literally finding any way to opt out to take their little black box from Instagram and go home. Mm. Because how dare you use a five-year-old child right. to use for your agenda of uh, why is Black Lives Matter not uh, marching for this? Hey, Blanche, why is All Lives Matter not bl- protesting for this? Why y'all marching for him? That, like, there's no argument when it comes it's to like, All Lives I Matter don't people. I <laughs> understand. I'm like, so you know what? You're right. We're going to get out there and march for Cannon because his murderer wasn't arrested right he's not in jail right it wasn't like you know he was murdered on a tuesday and homeboy was in jail by wednesday right Mm. you mean how it never happens for anybody either a any person at this point that is killed by a an unarmed civilian Mm-hmm. killed by a cop because i believe that a white man in the last couple of weeks um was killed by a cop for for a no knock um mm-hmm. for no knock warrant, warrant yeah. in a concealing carry state mm-hmm. they shot him dead within seconds mm-hmm. and they had the thing on video and they had the whole thing i was like what the hell i think he even points his gun down once once he's yelled he at the down cop. and the guy and it was a cop in front of him and the cop behind him is the one who shot him mm-hmm. as they were telling him to put it down he's like okay okay shot him within seconds yeah why y'all not marching for him 
I mean, do they not understand the concept behind these marches? I guess is the first is the first thing is that we didn't go out and I say we in the co- in the collective sense, not mm-hmm. in the individual sense. Like we weren't going out in droves because people were already arrested and we wanted to remind them to convict somebody. Nope. We went out there because nobody, no justice was being done in the cases in which we knew who the mur- murderers were. Mm-hmm. You know, because that's the other part. You know, innocent until proven guilty, unless the motherfuckers on camera. Right. You know what I'm saying? So um, that should that should be pretty clear. Yeah. I don't know why it's not. Uh, there's that. Also, to evoke the, like you said, a five-year-old child, to try to bring him as some kind of a poster child for this type of thing when what we're talking about is totally different form of seeking justice. Mm-hmm. That's just, I mean, that's also not fair to the parents either. Like, I mean, I don't know what their whole situation is, but they lost a child, did they not? Yeah. And their child's murderer was caught. So what, like, that's a vigil that you do at that point. Yeah. Where you honor the dead in a vigil. Correct. Not, not in a march because their person was already arrested. So like, yeah, I, I, I'm not, I'm not comfortable with it either. It also seems to be just a way of pulling focus away from the justice that hasn't been served yet. Mm-hmm. In the case of Breonna Taylor. Yeah. Yeah, it is consistently a way to pull away from the focus and to perpetuate this narrative of the scary black Negro. And that is one thing that is constantly put out in the media. We saw it illustrated in the documentary The 13th, where Mm -hmm. there's this huge balance, constant imbalance of what black and brown folk look like in the media on the six o'clock and 10 o'clock news. Mm-hmm. At the same time that they had the story, the news story about the five-year-old child that was shot by the black man, mm-hmm. the same time, with I think within the same week, there was a three-year-old child found dead here in Texas, three-year-old mm-hmm. child found dead in a bucket of tar. Oh my goodness. What? A three, a, a three, he was three weeks old. A three-week-old oh baby found in the car by his parents. He was killed by, obviously, killed by his parents. Oh, my gosh. Barely made the news. Barely made the news. It made local news. Yeah, I haven't heard about it at all. Uh, exactly. That's the point. Parents of white, three-week-old baby found in a bucket of tar. Nothing. Hmm. Now, that's not to say that one is more tragic than the other because right. all of that right. is horrible. Right. All of that is horrible. But this this push to to perpetuate this narrative mm-hmm. is is incredibly sickening. Mm-hmm. It has yeah. to stop. It has Absolutely. to stop. Absolutely, yes. because it's so interesting to hear a lot of white people say y'all emphasize race. I'm like, baby, we came to this country of y'all emphasizing race. Right. Y'all been emphasizing right. race for hundreds of years, and now they're like, "Yeah, let's talk about race. Talk about race. Wait, wait. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, you put too much dip on your chip. Like, let's stop talking about race. Because the big <laughs> right. thing was you had people. Yup, the mainstream media is not even talking about this, and they're sharing or retweeting posts from mainstream media. I, wow. I'm not sure if you know how this works. Wow. But that's not how this works. And yeah. there are people go, this is the most horrendous, horrific 
like child murder in history. I'm like, I'm pretty sure there's a, a, a town in Connecticut who would literally look at you like, the fuck do you mean? Mm. I'm sorry. There's so many. I'm like, what happened to Cannon is tragic and is despicable. And also, here's a fun fact about this. The family is asking for the death penalty for him. No one is going to say they're wrong. No one's right. going to say you should forgive. No. If this was a yeah. black person, y'all be like, so do you forgive him? Yeah. They always ask that question. That is a very strange thing. And it's like, right. you're, and if they say death penalty, that's right. He should get the death penalty. I don't disagree. But how interesting that no one's asking for you to forgive him yet. Mm-hmm. Maybe you'll ask next week. They probably won't. They'll that's be so- like, your anger and anguish is justified but when it's a black person or a person of color it's not you should just just forgive them because you know also how dare anybody decide for somebody else if they should be obligated to forgive somebody for murdering their child like they did it for the folks in charleston three days later after he blew away nine people they're like so have you forgiven him it's literally why why should i for what don't ask me that question. For what? Mm-mm. It's like, no, we're not doing this. And you bring up and be up, bring up Botham Jean. I'm like, I gave him more. I gave his family more grace because that case happened two years after that boy died. Two. Right. It's kind of like right. that's a little. That's not even the same thing. And also, pay attention to his mama because she wasn't saying that shit. Yeah. Right. She's like, I gotta I go back home and live without my son. I don't right. know what y'all want me to say. Right. Right. It's like I, I don't know what to do. And it's like I am praying for this family. They're saying like the, the reason why he was killed is like it's all alleged. They're like, whatever's going around is fake. Mm-hmm. I at this point it doesn't even matter what the motive is because that's still like you killed a five year old child. Right. So it's like it doesn't even matter. But and y'all also using same- him for black like because you hate black people so much that you would use the body of a five year old child. I'm like that that is just disgusting it's just you're a terrible person to use this to like hate on black lives matter or any person of color or any oppressed group who have been marching so that they could be heard you're like see this is why you shouldn't do it i'm like here's the thing because you didn't fucking care you were looking for anything to opt out you're like oh Mm -hmm. i need just oh nope i'm out because bam this what are you gonna say? Yeah. I'm sorry. What are you gonna say, Charmaine? Um, I I think that there's this other thing which I don't mean for it to sound careless because I don't mean it that way. But not every murder is a news story, like in the way. So like to say that it's not this mainstream, the mainstream. There's so many that there are gonna be stories that are missed, absolutely. And to choose like this one in particular as as the the thing to bring up where where is black lives lives matter doesn't match the tale because there probably was another murder in the last week or two that could have have not heard about that would pair you know pair that a little bit closer Mm -hmm. than this um not to say that like any person murdered shouldn't deserve their their highlight or their job i'm not saying that at all what Mm -hmm. i'm saying is that if all stories was this the one that you would put up against this and say this isn't even being given the same kind of attention that Breonna Taylor received or that 
George Floyd received. Like it and doesn't it was, match. It was two months after Brianna was killed. That's right. It's like you do realize we found out in May. This happened yeah. in March. Yeah. So it's it's just a really weird thing. It's just one of those things of like they 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 care so bad, so heavily about race that they will tell you a tale that don't make no fucking sense and be like, but see you're unwilling to see this you're not doing this correctly right. and, it was like, and what are you doing? like because i know i 100 percent know there's a story of a white guy somewhere that was killed by a cop also that didn't get justice because it was a cop who killed him i know that that's a story out there uh, hello ho- hello guy who just played video games y'all not marching for him and also that's what that, i'm saying remember that guy that was on a cruise ship with a grandson and the grandson fell out of the window and drowned Mm-mm. We had mm-hmm. so what happened was it was a family on a cruise ship, and it was a little child that was, he was with his grandfather, and the port window was open, and he fell out Ooh. and drowned. This is maybe oh, he's a little boy too, and it was just like oh my gosh. Um, so I think the grandfather ended up not getting charged. Um, <clears throat> but it was still a story because it was like wait a minute because first he's like oh he just fell out I'm like wait a minute you were with him. How are you not? Oh, it's like wait a minute, hold on. <laughs> it's like I, I don't. I'm not saying it's weird to be like I'm not saying throw the book at him, but no consequences. Negligence at least. Yeah, I'm like there's there's nothing. So it's kind of like those kind of stories. The bad part about it, we live in a world that like the news cycle recycles yeah. so quickly. It cycles out right. And because of all of the outrage, because of George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, um, and that is because mostly Not what y'all, y'all dumbasses don't realize is because they haven't gotten justice. Haven't that man just... is in jail and he is never getting out. I just wanted to point that out. He's right. never leaving as he shouldn't. You just blew, even if that was a grown person, mm-hmm. he just walked up and put his gun to somebody's head and blew them away. Right. I don't care, but it's like a five-year-old and then it becomes, oh my god, no, y'all don't care. You do realize you're sharing a mainstream media story while you're telling us that we don't care. So crazy. It's like, I don't I don't understand. I just, and the family wants the death penalty. No one's going to tell them, oh no, sympathy and care about, y'all not going to do that. You only right. do that with us. Yeah. Like, your your um, vengeance is seen as righteous ours is not our pain is not righteous to you because we we gave y'all freedom we let y'all live in our country Mm. we're actually living in native americans country but you know let's not split any hairs so that's a fucking terrible story to end on (laughs) nope oh my gosh i i mean that's life, though. But honestly, like, there's some bad shit out there in the it world. Really, it really is. I, mm, yeah, but. Oh. I mean, here's the positive spin: is that there is a lot of bad things that are going on in this world right now, and has been for ages. But you know, there's also a bunch of us out here still trying, still getting by, still supporting our community, trying to help. There is humanitarian things happening out there in the world. There's organizations trying to feed homeless or house folks. There's buses that go around to help provide showers for homeless. Like there is, there is horrible things in this world, absolutely. But there is also um, 
some positive energy that some folks are putting out there in the world. And so hopefully we can think about them and whatever. I don't know. That's me yeah, trying to I'll, be positive. I'm not I'll, really good at it. <laughs> no, no, it's good. I can do, uh, I can do a positive. So a really, um, a sweet person that I know, she actually got married this weekend. She, um, did her, uh, wedding she did it on ig live and facebook live for people who couldn't do it because you know we're in oh, cute. but yeah. um she got married so congrats to danny danny got married this weekend she is officially off to her honeymoon enjoying her new life as a married lady um she looks beautiful on her post so i will highlight that that's cute um so i think that's very sweet also for everybody who is not paying attention you probably probably have heard this or probably haven't maya moody aka the person that is being harassed by Talib Kweli mm. has started a GoFundMe, but she also has put up all of her... She started a GoFundMe. Talib Kweli has been permanently banned from Twitter, but now he is also on Instagram. Mm. Still talking about her. Still saying really? that she lied. Mm. I'm like, sir, it has literally been 40 days. I need you to get a life. And the bad part about it is he thinks that he is righteous in his harassment, and I'm like, he also put up a um a video of a guy it was a repost of a guy saying Tyler needs to leave her the fuck alone like what are you doing sir like let it go what are you doing mm. and he put him up like see lies y'all harassing me I got death threats um I'm pretty sure that so did she because you're actually saying like she can't prove that she got death threats she's not putting it out there and also she's 24 you're 44. You are a grown ass man acting like this. What the fuck is your problem? This is another example of like someone who it's used like, to be a big fave for me and like, to see are this. Are you hurts. kidding me? I'm like, why are you doing? I'm like, it literally is over. And also, you misinterpreted it. It's hilarious to now watch. That is what he was harassing her because of her bringing up colorism in a roundabout way, not directly at him. It wasn't even at him. That's right. And she now, didn't call him out. He didn't. And now you see the drip, the trailer for Black Love drops, and literally the conversation that she was talking about is what people are talking about right now. They're like, "Why are there no dark skinned black women in the Black Love show?" Mm. This is what she was talking about, and I wanted to retweet that, and I was like, "I don't." It's it's interesting. I'm like, I don't want to bring any more stuff to her. Or people to come after her and right. that's the problem i was like this is literally what she was talking about but also everybody's like we knew what you were trying to say that's it's a different conversation because it is a different conversation also tali kwali needs to get his head out of his ass God damn. it's like come on man so disappointing. and it's like you're not and it's very loud that a lot of his peers are not saying anything they're yeah y'all came out the sky for gail you came out of the ooze for no name i mean y'all are com they're coming out for about for a uh, wet ass pussy too exactly y'all coming out of of all people CeeLo green i know y'all fucking lying <laughs> it's like you said i'm sorry whomst said something oh no baby you better shut the hell up <laughs> you mr um she uh She's not really with me if, if she's drugged and she's unconscious. What? What? Okay. 
You, I'm sorry. Oh God. We're about to go back down a, a negative uh, We're rabbit hole. <laughs> anyway, Maya Moody, if you guys can please, she is Money Maya on Twitter. She has a GoFundMe. If you feel so inclined, please donate to her GoFundMe. Um, she also put up all of her other um, financial handles. So her Venmos, her Cash App, everything. She also put that up. So if you feel so inclined, please help this young lady. Um, yeah, that's all I have. All right. Guys, thank you so much for being here. Before Thanks we get out of us. here, please let them know how they can find you, how they can find Gulf Coast Cosmos, how they can find y'all in Mixed Girl Maine and Maine Hustle Media and Black Radical Queer. I thought she was joining. I was like, oh, John, <laughs> oh, I got to put makeup on. She can't see me like that. I'm oh, funny. <laughs> Uh, well, you can find Gulf Coast Cosmos at uh, on Twitter and Instagram at GCC Comics. So three C's. G C had to count it out. Make sure we get it Y'all right. Y'all do not see uh, that she's holding up fingers. G C yeah. one, two, three. So Gulf Coast Cosmos, you know, Cosmos, but then comics is how we end it. Uh, so GCC Comics um, on Twitter and Instagram. We also have a Facebook page and, of course, our website, GulfCoastCosmos.com. And our YouTube. We're still trying to claim our vanity handle on YouTube. Um, So if you want to just Google search for Gulf Coast Cosmos YouTube and uh, subscribe to that uh, because there's content on there already. And uh, there will be continued content of, like, what's new this week in comics and interviews with different creators. Things like that will be available shortly as well. So support us that way. And then um, you can always find me at Mix Girl Maine on all of the socials. M A N E. Yay! That's so exciting. Um, you no, know, ever since I came back from hiatus, um, I found my episodes been just long because, well. Yeah, this is a long one. I'm getting sleepy. Right. I was like, I've just been doing it, and so you know, it's probably going to be a two-parter again, guys. Because well, hashtag content, and also it's a lot of stuff going on, and also. I've been having some really dope people to talk to. So there's <laughs> that. Um, so guys, this has been the Mocha Minutes podcast. I will be back next week <laughs> with another great guest. And everybody, please um, enjoy your week. Stay safe. Wear your mask. Wash your hands. Wash um, your hands. Yeah, please do all of that. Okay. Thank you, everybody. Bye. <laughs> Trump is the wrong president for our country. He has had more than enough time to prove that he can do the job, but he is clearly in over his head. He cannot meet this moment. He simply cannot be who we need him to be for us. It is what it is.